like hey, a, like a Samsung flip phone from like ten years ago. Is that what you're talking about? If you're just joining us, well, it's, I mean, it's Apple. Come on. This is October. You could not change the text. Listen, you can't be incredulous about something that's been this way for four years, all right? If you didn't know about it, that's your problem. You could do it in Windows Mobile. Gordon did know. What a wonderful operating system that was. What a pleasure to you. It was so wonderful. Just a fucking joy from beginning to end. The best thing about it is that, obviously, Apple decided to steal that functionality from Windows Mobile. Troll me, troll. It's the troll cast. <laughs> Hot oh, as, as a user of a Windows Phone 7. Phone. Now, Windows Phone 7 is fantastic. I love yeah. Windows Phone 7. It's, it's a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, text tones. You can do that now. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I want to give Gary brave uh, new, Perry brave cash. New world here. I, so, I can do it. On make, oh, do you need cash from me? No, just throw, 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 throw it at him. Throw it at him. Thank you, dude. I don't even know what I want. Yeah, you, you better decide soon because the you, train you is want, leaving. You want the uh, the uh, the French burger? With no, the, I just yeah. want like a regular cheeseburger. They get the regular. Let's just get some poppers. Oh, let's get some poppers. I don't want any poppers. There's there's enough change in there for poppers. I don't have my wallet. Can you break a hundred? I can cover you, dude. It's okay. I'll, I'll see you at some point. Yeah, <laughs> my wife's calling me. I didn't I didn't tell her I was going to be here. You got. This, um, is, this is compelling stuff. I'm just like yeah, a regular, is, just a just a straight hours. up straight up cheeseburger. And some jalapeno poppers. Yeah, okay. That's great. Um, Just, you know, what, whatever. Hey, Perry, here's another, like, uh, ten bucks. Okay. And just for, in case for we're... looking pretty. Yeah. You got real... Oh, never mind. Walking around Bad money. News. I'm, I'm really impressed that Gary's managed to keep his iPhone sealed this entire time. Hey, hey Norm. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Let's, let's talk for a second. I want to yeah. check in with you. How are you doing right. post-Black Blood? How did, that, uh, how did that arc end up treating you? He had I think the I gi- crashed hard. He yeah. had the Jimmy leg. Yeah, I, the I did leg. have the Jimmy leg. Like an hour. And then I crash real hard. Yeah, yeah, it, it can happen. He, Where my remember? throat stopped working. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did you have to re-up? What, what was your What was your I, solution? I, I had some more coffee. Yeah, but regular. It's coffee. been this numbness the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Did, did Do you, you guys have a defib here for him? No, no, he's, okay. no. he's young. We we talked about having paddles, but we have a. Pizza, I think it's all right. I'm, I'm kind of got a car battery. Energy. Like you know, same basic idea. I think I think at two a.m. I didn't dare drink that black blood. It's very interesting, but I'm just, I'm too, do you still have it in there? Well, of course. That's the beauty of the Zojirush. You've just been on that shit all day. Oh, yeah. What's the 250 milliliters? That's oh fucking crazy. I have no, some, no, I have only so much respect oh, 200, for Ryan right now. 200. Well, I, that's the thing is, I, is that this lasts me all day. Like You're, one of these is all of my coffee for the day. Right. I'm you just, just make tur- that last I'm through the day. Turbocharging it with a little bit of the black blood yeah. helps. You, you're giving it a, a boost. Mm-hmm. Right. Um... It's, it's like kind of like Irishing up the coffee, but just with more coffee. It's right. It's so, anti-Irishing. Yeah. So is it legal to give blood after you've had some of that stuff? Sounds like it would taint it. I th- well, I wasn't planning on giving blood, so uh, I, don't, I don't know that's be an issue, but uh, it's just caffeine. There's a lot of reasons not to give blood. It's just a lot of <laughs> caffeine. Yeah, but what you should do is give money to Child's Play at tested.com slash donate. Should I? No, you don't have to. Should I really? You can. It would be nice. Okay. It's for the kids. Um... I got a tech question for you, Will. Okay. So you were down a build. Did you yeah. go down a build? Yeah, I went down to build. Because I went to IDF. Yeah. Which I, I went to build instead of IDF. The funniest thing about that is, like, I got the email, like, oh, would, you know, come to Microsoft's build, like, you know, like a month before IDF, right? Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, this is the same day that IDF was. Yeah, it was a really stupid move on their part. Was it? Or was that just Microsoft sending a message to Intel to go fuck off? Because I'll it's tell you, at IDF... There was a lot of ARM on that stage at... at well, there wasn't a ton of ARM, but right. they did talk about ARM a fair amount. <clears throat> Most of what they were showing was x86, but it was almost all Intel. Yeah, but the schedule build, where they, they talk about Windows 8 on the first day of IDF, that's been on the, that's been on the calendar for like three years. 
Yeah. That wasn't that was not a mistake. That was clearly Microsoft telling Here's, Intel something. Nah, the other side of that is that the conference conference schedules are real, like conference centers are t- pretty tightly scheduled pretty far out. So it could have been, like there's a pretty good chance that there's coincidence there, but it is a little bit there's weird no way. when you're talking about a major. The thing is, the whole ARM thing, I mean, what do you think about ARM on Windows 8? It can't Windows happen. Windows 8 on ARM. It's not going to happen. You think they're I don't gonna, think they can do it. I don't think they can do it. Not by next fall when they release? They're not going to be able to do it and actually have it function as what you expect from a traditional fat client. Well, what, what, what you're going to have is a Metro-only device. Right, Metro-only device with only <coughs> Metro-developed op, you know, apps. Apps, yeah. But you're not going to get like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and fire up you know, Office 2003 now. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, I, every, well, unless they release an ARM version of Office 2003. Right. It's pretty but, unlikely. But I mean, I... Or it'll be stripped down, like the pages and all that shit is on but iOS. The funny thing was, that I, at IDF, everybody was like, what the fuck is this? It was just like, everybody was like, man, it was just the weird, there was a really weird, weird feeling in the air. And then, of course, uh, they they get Google out there to say, "Hey, we're doing Android on Google." Yeah, right. The same, on, on X eighty six. On X eighty six, the yeah. same day that Microsoft. Yeah, uh, that fires was a, that shot was a little across. me too. It seemed like, but it was kind of funny. I mean, it's, it it just tells me how much you know the, the, that both of them are just kind of in a. Well, so you're an Android user. You, you have an incredible, which is actually one of the well, I think one of the better Android phones. Yeah, it was cool. It's okay because it had uh, first incredible was okay. The first incredible, yeah. Well, you have to remember when the incredible came out, it had that beautiful high res screen. It, it was the uh, it right? was Nexus one, one but not processor. not uh, or the next yeah the original Nexus it was one. The, yeah, more or less the Nexus one. Yeah, right. But but I mean the the thing, I don't I, I honestly I, I should probably know because you know I worked there for a long time. But I mean, are you guys doing a lot of phone stuff or not really? Uh, uh, we have stuff. done it for a while. It kind of comes and goes. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, which of the Android, like, which of the Android phones that you've used would you consider good experiences? Uh, the LG. What Thunderbolt two. No, oh, the LG. Oh God, it's a beautiful phone. What the hell? Optim- is it? LX two or something? Oh, uh, or X two. I forget. Not the, the. I had the Motorola uh, Droid X two. That was terrible. TX two. I was thinking about. Yeah. So that's a beautiful phone. But the the droid the Motorola phones generally tend to be pretty terrible experiences. Well, the screens are bad is the is the thing that immediately kind of leaps out. It's a really it's a really poorly tuned OS yeah. on there. I mean, it's a really poorly tuned UI. It, like really, the experience is entirely up to the manufacturer and the carrier, and most of them are not doing a very good job. Well, the interesting in thing experience. to me on, on Motorola is uh, I don't understand how anybody who because I actually personally reviewed the Droid X two. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody reviewed that phone. Could overlook that that screen. To me, the screen was a break a deal. Well, it's the QHD screen that's on the on well, the. Well, it's, on it's the not even over too, over right? all that nerd shit about yeah, I can see whatever. Pentile and all that I don't, nonsense. Not, yeah. Beyond that, but if you actually just just scrolling the screen, the 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 tearing and lag was just so bad. It was just well, I mean, that's different. Unforgivable. That's a performance thing, not necessarily this the the. Uh, I mean, the performance. Uh, universally across all the Android devices I've tested, there's inexplicable hitches that are. Fairly right. frequent, and it's not a good experience. But on the X2, it was even worse. See, I didn't use the X2, so I don't know. I, I mean, it's like one of those things where it's unforgivable. I mean, it's just sort of, I don't know how anybody reviewed that phone and did not Well, this seems like the Captivate. I, I had the similar experience with the Captivate, where they did something dopey, like put a FAT system partition, a FAT32 system partition in, that the operating system couldn't handle two writes, simultaneous right. writes from two different apps. And every time you tried to do that, the whole fucking phone just hung until the first thing finished and the second thing started. Right. And it, it was terrible. It was an unusable phone. And they sold, you know, hundreds of thousands of them. So right. there are tons of people out there that had Android phones that had a really shit experience. And 
I don't see those people coming back to Android for a second taste. But that's yeah, that's kind of that's so. kind of the joys of being an operating system developer only, like having no control over the rest of the the, the actual platform. Of you know, like oh well, we'll put the you know the base out there, and then you can put whatever front end that you want on it. And the, you know, like I, I understand that they have kind of protocol and standards as far as like what a phone has to have processor wise, but it seems like there's just such hard swings for interface, screen quality, all these other things that. That yeah, it's real end, dangerous end up, if you're if you're somebody who's just buying phones and doesn't know shit about phones. Right, right, and like, and you know, you're, you're saying like, there's this one really good phone, you could barely remember the model name of it, like in, yeah, it was in, this, on in this crazy sea of <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm not going to use T-Mobile, right, T-Mobile for but it was uh, it was the optimal. Well, I, frankly, though, I have an HTC phone. What I really like about HTC is they optimize the hell out of it. Yeah, like there are generally no. I have. I mean, this is a year and a half phone. It's super smooth still. I've got gingerbread on there. It's a hack ROM. It's super smooth. It's beautiful. Are you doing cyanogen or something else? I'm actually running just basically. Uh, it's a it's a stock HTC ROM, but they stripped all the crap out of it. See, okay. the, the, the problem is that is that Android is still at that. It, it's still too hacky. It's for nerds. It's it's, it's still an, you can't. I will you admit can't, that is a nerd OS. You can't right? sell that. Yeah, and, and like that that serves a purpose. But well, that's why well, there's can't, I mean, it can't be as popular as it is and only appeal to nerds, though. Right? Well, I mean, it's but the, it's, well, it's one of those things. Like, the yeah, the first thing. They, yeah, they don't even know that they have an Android phone. They just know that they have a phone that they can do email on. Right. Like they they don't have any brand affinity. They don't have any like it's just like oh my contract was up with AT and T. They got this new phone that's got yeah I want a smartphone on it. Right. Yeah, they think they have an Android. They don't realize that they have an Android. Well, and then, and then the Droid branding, like the fact that they let them do that, just you know, murkies the water how even many, further. How many? Um, I, w- I would imagine. Yeah, you're probably right. That if you ask most Android users, what kind of phone? Like, what kind of phone is that? Like, what's the operating? They, 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 I don't know. Say, it's, I it's, it's have my a phone. Droid. Yeah, meaning right. I have an Android phone. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And and I mean. Yeah. But again, I, I will, what I do like about Droid and Android, whatever you want to call it, is that it's freedom. I sure. can buy a phone. It's, oh, I mean, and a it's, it's, it's a late 80s beige with box. Keyboard, it's, it's without a keyboard. That's a little unfair. No, I mean, it, it has those same pitfalls of you can hack the shit out of this. You can put whatever you want into it. You can do cyanogen, side loading, all this crazy stuff. <clears throat> but you don't have any sort of brand consistency, and you have these ups and downs from model to model. Some people so, would say that those who give up their freedom in order to <laughs> obtain a smooth interface deserve oh. to lose their freedom. But it's not freedom. It's, we're not talking about freedom. civil liberties here. It's I a can phone. change my battery. <laughs> I'm so glad somebody I else can put whatever OS I want on here. <laughs> or you could just buy a phone that has a decent fucking battery in the first place. <laughs> and an operating system that works. Oh, you mean that the one What's funny is he's talking about on? Windows Phone. I'm talking about, talking about I'm, I'm talking about Windows Phone. Yeah. I, you know, actually, I'm a big fan of Windows Phone. Crazy town. I'm actually a big fan of Windows actually, Phone. So here's the thing. is, is but, but I wouldn't buy one right now. I mean, it's I, still I mean, a risky bet. Well, post-Mango, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit it's – a, it's a phone that's actually really usable, I think. Even finally. the pre-Mango is not bad. I mean, a yeah. lot of the stuff – I love like, – are you going to stick with Windows Phone 7? I, I'm not going to get a 4S. So, yeah. I, I, I Actually, so uh, we have a spare uh, – what was it? The Galaxy 2 S? The Galaxy S2. S2. I, I'm going to try it out because I, I actually haven't had like a day-to-day experience with Android yet, and I, I want to see because I've, I've you know, you looked at the, the phones. I want, I, I want to be able to, to say like from personal experience, <laughs> okay, these are the pluses and minuses of iOS. This is what works about Windows Phone 7, and, and here's what's good about, about Android. Uh, it just seems like – from what I've seen, like, okay, Windows Phone needs better app support. They need better penetration. Uh, like the, they, have, they have those issues. And so I'm just th- looking at, at Android. I'm thinking like – what is it that makes that? What are the barriers for this operating system? What is it that well, can make this a more successful, more popular uh, uh, operating system? So well, I, I'm 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 excited to actually you know spend some time with it 
hands on like that and and live with it. So here's here's the th- the thing that an- that Google did with Android is they bypassed the part where you have to grow the ecosystem the hard way a little bit at a time by releasing the OS to thousands to dozens of vendors, and then the dozens of vendors made phones of wildly varying qualities, right? Yeah. Uh, and and as a result, now they're dealing with that kind of the teething pains of that because they have a bunch of really shitty Android phones and a handful of really good ones. Yeah. And and I mean literally a handful. I can think of like five or six phones that I would say are, are quite good. Um, and and I don't think it's that bad. But it, well, I mean if you expand out product families, then maybe okay, maybe maybe a handful is 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 a general. Is, I mean, is, you is, could argue that a lot of the Apple phones are unusable. Well. The Apple has made Agreed. The we were having the, yeah. the 3G conversation yeah. earlier yeah, three, today. 3G is a terrible... I mean, especially after they put iOS 4 on it, 3G is a terrible, terrible phone. It was okay right. up until that point. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, they shouldn't have released iOS 4 Well, they did that on purpose to oh, make yeah. you upgrade. Sure. But the thing is, had they not done that, people would have flipped out because it was a phone that was a year old and suddenly couldn't have the new OS on it. So you get the, you get so the they, OS you so want and suddenly So they gave us anymore. a taste of our medicine. Right. Right. It's, it's called Windows 95. Upgrade now. <laughs> yeah, same basic pr- principles, and that's the thing about Android that, that that weirds me out is is like I see these like Windows growing pains uh, kind of parallels that exist in, in this same market of having to try and support all of this different hardware and having all of these different variables to work with. Say what you will about you know kind of the the walled garden for for Apple stuff, it's not perfect. It has plenty of problems to it, but there is a certain level of quality control that they have. <laughs> well, by kind con- of. Yeah, well, like I said, a certain amount. Yeah, you know, it's it's. There's the, still a lot of garbage that they let out, like weird fingerprint reader lock screens that are for. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, Gordon's right. The great thing about Android is you have all these different choices of handsets. If yeah. you want a physical keyboard, you can have it. If you want a touchscreen, you can have it. You can make all these different choices, different manufacturers. It's great. The problem, and and it has all the tremendous customi- customizability. If you want to get under the hood and tinker with it and make it do all kinds of crazy stuff, you can totally do that. The biggest knock against against Android that I have is unless you get a Nexus phone. You have never. You have. You're basically buying a lottery ticket for when your iOS is going to get upgraded. You've got no fucking idea when your phone's going to get upgraded, and also you're buying a lottery on what particular kind of bullshit your phone manufacturers put over Android that actually fucks it up. And core Android on the Nexus is fucking great. The problem is all this bullshit that HTC or Samsung put over it that actually slows it down and makes it a shit phone. That's my problem with Android. Echo I think that's fair. I, I echo those concerns. You I had know. an Android phone for a while, right, Dan? No, I've no. never had an Android. Oh, you phone. went straight from feature phone to an iPhone four. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, no, no. I, I had I had a three G, and then I went then I went to a four. <laughs> Somebody in chat just said this is basically the view for geeks. I have a would you rather? <laughs> wait, 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 wait who's right. Whoopi and who the? Because I hear it's crazy people on that show. I don't ever watch that show, so I don't know. You're Joy Behar. I, I don't. I'm Joy Behar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That no, wouldn't you be Baba? Barbara Walters? You're I don't want to be. You're Barbara in charge. I'd oh, I would want. I would want to be Barbara Walters. No, you're the Walters. No, who's the who's the mouth you, obnoxious you, you, one? You, you're the older one, and you've got the funny. No, I think I'm. I'm Joy Behar. Right? You're Joy Behar. Okay, so Will is obnoxious. Will is a Barbara Walters. You're Meredith Vieira. You're kind of the thoughtful one. Oh, thank you for not saying Lisa Ling. That's racist. Yeah, that would have been racist. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> well, I don't think, why do I know these names? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be Whoopi Goldberg so I can say racist things and get away with yeah, it. Yeah, so. uh, there you go. So, um, so who's Star Jones then? I think that's you. <laughs> Damn. Congratulations. I'm a lawyer. Oh, wait, no, I'm no, Terry, no voices. Now I'm Terry Morgan in person. <laughs> oh, Star my Jones. God. Uh, let's talk about Star Trek for a little bit. All right. Didn't we do that already? I and I think we talked about fucking 24 hours. Hey, let's, let's reminisce about. And I think we talked we about together. the most interesting yeah. part of let's Star Trek, which about is how you go together. to the toilet. We can talk about PC Gamer when Dan and I work there. Actually, we can talk about Max PC. I want to ask about about Star Wars or not Star, Star, Star Trek. Oh God, sorry, sorry. Oh, well, also, I have to say, if you guys, if uh, uh, hmm, okay, I'll skip that. Uh, Thinking about embargoes. Eight, no, no, no. Other, other things. Uh, okay. 
the uh, the notion of a new Star Trek television series. Yeah. Would would you want something? Would you be receptive to something set in the reboot universe that did not involve yes. those characters? Yes, yes. The, the, I yeah, I know. Yes. but not not uh, run by Seth MacFarlane or whatever the rumor is. Well, Seth MacFarlane just said that he would be Family Guy. I want to. Yeah, he, he oh. said he would be but, interested. In I want to say it I want to like ask a Dan. Dan, as a very passionate fan of Star Trek, and someone who's got very strong opinions about Star Trek over the years and where they went wrong and what they did right. Whoa! If he someone likes Star Wars more than he likes no, Star Trek, well, well, well no, only after Enterprise. But right now we're talking about Star Trek. If someone just handed you the keys to the Star Trek franchise and said, "Go make a TV show," what would you do? Uh, the, the only one I ever kind, kind of like mulled over in, in my head was was like after I think it was after DS Nine ended and they they were saying you know they were concept they were talking about Enterprise and they were, they were you know so what, what will the next series be? And my 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 thought was to do something section thirty based on section. 31. I, I, I'm with you, dude. And section thirty one is the way to go. Right. So you, so you do Star Trek meets A Team. But you know, so, section thirty one is what they kind of disavowed because they said well, it's way it's section completely the enterprise. No, section thirty one is the black ops group. Right. That's that, the kind so, of thing that um, Roddenberry would never have stood exactly. for. But now they, yeah. the whole point was they could do what yeah. they wanted. Yeah, he's now. dead. Right. So, but uh, like at the, at the end of DS nine or by the end of DS nine, they had kind of wiped out section thirty one or so, supposedly like the, you know they killed off the the, the Sloan. They, yeah, right. so they killed off Sloan. And like the the uh, who was the only guy you ever saw that was actually a Section Thirty One? No, that's no, that's not true. Wasn't one of the senior Starfleet captains? Well, he, the he was, was he, he was, was section, working for them. But he he worked with them. Yeah, but what Section Thirty. But uh, they, uh, yeah, it, it's but not the thing is that Section Thirty One was never real. Section Thirty One was never like a real. But thing. there's it was no just money a shadowy, in the right. It was just a shadowy bunch of dudes that all wanted that had a similar interest, right? It wasn't like a place that had an office. No, no, but it was kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know that they were working with with the Federation. So, um, but yeah, so so they they had been basically wiped out and and uh, or collapsed. Uh, so my my idea was was to have like a, a, a you know have at the time I was thinking you'd have like Bashir uh, come over and be kind of like the conscience of of a new uh, iteration of Section Thirty One. And it would be a. a like you put 18. some real thought into this. Isn't the whole point of Section Thirty One that they don't have a conscience? That well, they they yeah. are willing to do the things that usual Starfleet ethical guidelines won't oh, let so them do. They're, right. so they're the whatever has to be they're, done. They're by whatever by whatever means right. necessary. Right. Uh, the they're those guys. Freedom is a term yeah, it's like you may not like right. us, but we get we we're going to fucking save the Federation <laughs> okay. so from going going out of business. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Right. Well, they were. I mean, they did some very very cloaking dicey stuff up the wazoo. And in the end, wasn't kind of the viewpoint of the show that they they were they were bad guys. The show didn't really approve of them. Right. Well, they were they were. Like the, the whole show was was kind of a shades of gray kind of thing, and they were the darkest of the of the great. But were it not for Section Thirty One, we may well have lost the Dominion War. That's true. So you kind of got to give them that. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. We Section we th- made Section one no, War. No. Section Thirty One came up with the fucking virus that killed off the founders. Yes, but you remember, and we and we were so fucking against the ropes up until that point, my friend. Like we were, right. except that they gave them the cure. They did. Right? Well, no, Odo, Odo was the cure. cure. Odo. Odo was the cure, and he cured all these people. Right, he cured his own people, and, right. and Captain Sisko allowed it to But happen. Section 31 but, uh, wanted to hold the cure back and just let them all completely perish, right? right? they were basically in favor of genocide. We, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, genocide against a, a race that was wanted our genocide. Right, So right. it's kind of... No, they didn't want genocide. They just wanted you to basically have perfect order, everything to be their way. right. Look, the, the Dominion was about. You're kind of describing order. Apple. I'm, 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 I'm not making. I'm kind of coming over to the. Fa- I'm gonna have to watch Star Trek. I'm not making any statements. I'm gonna have to watch Deep Space Nine. A totally different viewpoint now. That the Dominion are basically the Apple of the future. I kind of like them now. I would love. I would love it if they actually. I, I, you'd have to completely recast it, but I would love if uh, if Star Trek Warp Two 
somehow came back and uh, was that that fan show? No, no, so Warburg got off the ground. It was it was the the planned reboot or it, not reboot? It's, it's it's what it's what became. Uh, the motion uh, picture. The, yeah, the motion picture. It was like when uh, Paramount was going to launch oh. a TV network in the late 70s, and they're like, new Star Trek series is going to be the you know the, the the main thing that we're going to push on this. And so they started developing it, and then the TV show or the TV uh, network plans fell through, and so it, it got rolled into that. But the idea of you know continuing adventures of, of Kirk on the Enterprise, like obviously you'd, you'd need to completely recast it. and Well, which they basically did in the movie franchise. Sure, sure. But it was, it was continuing in that timeline. Like like and in continuing like a lot of the weird aesthetic oh, okay. stuff that you got from motion picture was stuff that they had like the developed swoopy, for the swoopy ship nacelles and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, the like the, well, the uniforms, uniforms. Uh, yeah, all, all of that stuff. Well, was those stuff those were... weren't in motion picture. Those, oh right, those the, the white ones. Right? The white ones. Yeah. The, the engineers yeah, the, had the circular thing. Yeah, that, those were ho- horrible, horrible. Like the weird gray it was like pajamas. Are you recording yeah. right now? Onesies. Yeah, dude. Okay, but you would but basically you would want to stay in that next generation time frame. You wouldn't want to go off and do something completely weird. We need we need a third generation. Well, we need, you we need a next next generation. So you, you would you further? you would, would no, you want to go forward in in time no. more? Twenty fifth century. Twenty fifth century. Well, here's the thing: is it's it's been twenty years since since the next generation. That's about the same time frame that we had between original series and next gen. It's time for fresh start. But the problem is the technology in, in TNG uh, in that era is already too advanced to really have a whole lot of problems that they can't solve. So you're saying they should solve this problem like they did with Enterprise? I I if they had done Enterprise right, if Enterprise and, was Romulan War. Right, or, or you know that that should have been an element of it. If they hadn't gone back and rewritten a bunch of stuff, if they hadn't taken all of the technology that you have in TNG and rename it, and just say, oh, now now it's now it's uh, now we're polarizing the whole plating instead of shields, but it does exactly the same thing. Um, but it's not about it's not about technical manual stuff. That's not the reason that you move forward. You move forward so that you can have uh, a fresh host of. Of characters and settings and conflicts, because otherwise it's ah, it's the fucking Romulans again. Oh, we, right. we I guess we kind of don't like the Klingons. Oh, but they're cool. It's like we, we've we've done these enemies to death. It's the reason that you needed fresh blood for next gen in the but, first place. But those races still would have been there. It would be there, you know, twenty years in the future. Right, and you'd have more complicated, more subtle relationships with them. And you'd have raw, newer relationships with you know freshly discovered races. And you, that's and the, and that discovery is key to Star Trek. If you don't have that discovery, if it just becomes politics, then it becomes the fucking prequels. Let's move becomes, outside, uh, Gal- that it, that it just becomes, you know, Galactic Senate. Well, so no one wants that. So your that. argument is that, that the universe has gotten too complex. Uh, no, I'm just saying that it would be fun. I, oh. I, you could do another Next Gen series, too. I don't care. But I think it would be fun to, to try something new. I, but, I mean, it's, it's not new. I mean, like, the, the, the problem I have with it, like, like I said, the technology is, is too advanced. What, what do you do to separate a new generation from the old that doesn't make them gods? No CRTs. <laughs> no, but, but but I mean, like in in terms of what the technology can do, not how it's presented. I mean, they, they can already go thousands of times the speed of light. They can they can transport. You know, they they can beam themselves all over the place. Well, that, I mean, you're you're well, assuming that's true. they had they had replicators and holodecks. You're, and, you're assuming and drive, that, but they still had all kinds of shitty problems they had to solve. You're, you're they, still assuming also that that technology is constantly uh, you know uh, evolving at a, at a constant rate, which it definitely is not. Yeah, like it could be the same stuff. We still drive cars. We what? didn't, you know, c- completely reinvent that. But and our cars have GPS in them. I mean, what, what, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the advancement beyond, hey, computer, take me there? And the computer. I get it. It doesn't, the tech doesn't matter. Yeah. The tech isn't what defines Star Trek. Yeah, it's, it's the, the characters and the story. It becomes writing for Superman. And this is why Superman ha- often has so, so many. Superman weeks. is problematic. Right. Be- because he is a That's god. That's because he sucks. 
That's why they rewrote him, rebooted him. Right. So now it's he's just they, they, can't they, fly. They, they constantly really? have to new Superman power. can't fly. What? Superman, well, oh fuck, that's hold on, Gordon. I'm gonna let you take this one. Right? But, what the fuck? Superman yeah, action, can't fly. Well, action Super- Comics well, reboot. Original, yeah. Originally, Superman could never fly. fly. He was going right. to jump. So, so new Superman in Action Comics, which is a uh, it's. Kind of, it's ten years in the past, fifteen years in the past. He cannot fly. He oh, jumps. He's you know what I really either. like? Then it's like, hey, Superman, look, I'm the weakest fucking supervillain ever. I'm a goddamn bird, but you can't do shit. I'm gonna take a crap on you, Superman. Well, he has, he's got he his laser eye. Yeah, yeah right? he's gonna shoot it out the sky with laser yeah. beams. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I don't think so. I'd like to see Superman. I'd like to see Superman get shit on the head. I'd read that comic. What kind of Superman? Pretty good, actually. Yeah, like. Writing a story that, that threatens a god is damn near impossible. Well, that's not true, though. They, they did a fantastic job of it in the first movie. They, you, all you have to do is... That's why Lex Luthor doesn't have... His superpowers, he's fucking smarter than Superman. He's like, well, I'm going to fire two nuclear missiles in two different directions. But you can't be two places at once. I mean, it, yeah, so... But so, he's I mean, really fast! Right. Doesn't matter. Still not fast enough. Okay. Has to make a choice. I mean, it, but anyway, or you give him, or, or you give Hold him on. Kryptonian villain, Superman too. But that that I mean, making a doing choice it, thing doing it, doing didn't it. work out too well in Batman, the Batman with with Jim Carrey. Uh, well, I <laughs> mean, you had to choose between nipples, Chris O'Donnell, and, that's, and Nicole that's, Kidman. Right? That's a whole different thing. Or was it? And uh, I mean, look, the, and, and Dark Knight Returns, they made it pretty believable that Batman kicked the shit out of Superman, even though on paper that is a no-brainer that it goes Superman's way. Batman fucking outsmarted him. Well, and he had Kryptonite. Well, that always helps. Right. Well, and, and that's Batman infinite wealth plus infinite smarts yes. right. equals... Right. Yeah, as, you, as you pointed out, it, it, you know, it would take years and, uh, and cost a fortune to develop this. Fortunately, I had both of them, right? That's right. what he said. Brilliant. Brilliant line there. Yeah. But, uh, but it, it's, it's just... So with Superman, you've got one thing that can stop him. And, yes. And, how and they you, had to invent that for, for precisely that reason. Right. And It's and not then, the color yellow, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's not even go yeah. there. But, <laughs> oh, Greenland. But it, you know, Norm, it is a bunch so of assholes. <laughs> it is inevitable Good that Lord. that one thing gets overused, and people are like, "Oh, kryptonite again." So, and so, and, and in Star Trek, if you took the technology another leap forward, they would be gods, and you would have to invent a kryptonite. I don't, I don't get agree over with you. But it's, but it's, oh. but it's, it's man's hubris. It's the human element that brings the wrinkle and, and actually makes all that stuff work. Like, and, and we could also argue that you know how many fucking holodeck episodes are there already? There are way too many. There are way too that, many. That became a problem. There, you know, there are way too many. Well, the ship gets, uh, you know, overtaken, and Wesley has to run things. Or episodes. there's a time loop. Or there are way too many Nazi planet episodes. Dana but it gets horny. Or I mean, if you look at, and then if you look yeah. at DS9, if you, I mean, TNG was bad about ripping off the original series, but then you look at, well, I haven't watched much of DS9, but of Voyager and all the oh. other Star, it's all fucking. Recent. Voyager has oh, no, any no, number no. of episodes which you can directly oh, see. God. Well, that's isn't the TNG like a episode Voyager plot, episode plot generator that's like ninety five percent accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, well, who, the, who here agrees DS9 was the best of all the series? I, I lean in that. Besides way. the original, like, t- no, I think TNG is the best. To me, it's TNG or no. DS9. Oh my god, DS9 I, is close second, but it's not the best. Watch Go back and watch. If you're going to take, I intend to. Now it's on Netflix. You've got to chop the first two seasons off of TNG. All right. Can you? Pre- yes, you do. Pre- don't know my. Pre- you don't know what I know. What do you know? Is that the fucking studio had Roddenberry Rod killed. killed? Yeah, this is like your George <laughs> Lucas theory, which we should get into. And I was right. How did you find this out? Your proof? I I, you I, I have sources. Okay. Do we have any uh, aluminum foil in the kitchen? Bag? <laughs> yeah, we do actually. <laughs> Gordon, t- if you were running the studio, you went said. This is gonna get fucked up. He is he's he's taking the ship. He was he, Roddenberry down. was holding the show back because he was holding on to this idea of the, the crew can't be in conflict and all the things that made it very difficult to come up with dramatics because drama is conflict and right. Roddenberry's saying we can't have conflict. 
So right. that was a, that was a problem. And I, I, I don't know how you go from there to the studio had him fucking assassinated. <laughs> the but, only way to okay. get rid of him was to murder take him. Control. I'm. Rick Bergman had him killed. Is what you're saying? Berman, yeah, Berman. There's they, some people. There's people think that out there. Okay. We're gonna have to eat in shifts. You realize that, right? That's fine. I want to It's not polite to, to be camera. eating on, on the show. Um, well, okay, so let's we'll, talk. We'll, about, we'll cycle out. This is this my favorite. My favorite Gordon theory of all time is the Je- Return of the Jedi George Lucas assassination theory. <laughs> no, no, that was not an assassination. He was killed by accident. Well, he was. He was. Oh, you think so? You think it's a speeder bike accident? Like they were out there shooting in the, among the redwood trees. He okay. gets killed. Boom! All of a sudden, teddy bears. You yeah. don't think it was just that he wanted a lot of money? Right. Ewoks come in. Yeah. And they decide to crash the superstar star into the Death Star. Why? You can't uh, see an executive at a movie studio saying, "Wouldn't that be cool? Can you make that happen?" I thought that part was pretty good, actually. I'll be perfectly. I can see George Lucas saying that. Yeah. It. it like, no. Also, also, I know a steady cam operator from Return of the Jedi, and he said Lucas was around. So. Well, Did you notice nobody it? has been within fifteen feet of George Lucas in the last twenty years? This is this is fucking it. This is this is this is this We're is a glimpse into, into this is a glimpse into Gordon's mind. <laughs> so what do you think so about fucking fascinating? Let me tell you something. I know somebody who works up there, and of course we know how secretive they are. But yeah. I'm going to say, do you do you meet I him in like dark parking garages? And shit, I, and the story was related to me that hello, follow the money. Somebody said one day, it's like. They were talking to him about something. Who followed her? He was talking about Star Trek, uh, Star Wars. That was good. <laughs> and they said, that's, oh. "That's my voice disguised voice." But they actually said something. He, he they said something. He's he was talking about Star Wars, and the person talking said, "No, George, that contradict that contradicts what you previously said about Star Wars." Weird. So it's either he's said, been killed or he it was is... almost like. It wasn't George Lucas. It's, it's almost like he doesn't give a shit. Well, but you think about it, In though, a weird way. If you, if and then you get episode that. one, two, and three. How do you explain that? I think it's personally very courageous that Gordon's put his life on the line like this by <laughs> coming out and exposing these people. That's, that's true. That's these, these, these people clearly will stop at nothing. Well, I, I, if I knew what you knew, I'd be keeping my fucking mouth shut. Empire Strikes Somebody Back. Somebody has let people know. Empire yeah. Strikes Thank Back. Thank God we have people like you around. Note, and then they roll out the teddy bears in the third one. Yeah. Well, you know, they also Luke predicted uh, 9-11 in Empire. So, you That's know, true. Think about that. Is the hand chop off? Chew, chew on that some. Okay. Well, but it was supposed to be Wookiees instead of Ewoks. Yeah. But they weren't as good a toy. Yeah. It's toys. I think it was the merch people. That's Wo- what I think. Wookiees are. Would you be awesome. Well, Luke, Luke, Lucas is the merch yeah. to do anything. It was the people who were pitching merch. I bent my Wookiee. Thank you. Thank you, Dan Stapleton. Which episode? Uh, that, that was uh, Lisa's Enemy. Yes. Lisa's wow. rival. Very good. Right. Hey, food's here. All right. Oh, my God, Barry. Way food. Okay, who's, right, who wants to be first? I'm, I'm good I'm for out. a while. Ryan oh, Davis, right. thank you very much. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, can you tap your mic for just a sec so I know which one to turn down? Jeff, do you want to tag in? Gonna... Oh, you're going to head out? You're going to head north. Thank you guys for coming by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff Gersman, Ryan Davis. We'll be here for another. Jeff, are you coming back tomorrow for the death? All right, good. F- 15 and a half oh. hours. Uh, maybe I'll move over to that one. So yeah, move over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we have a more even distribution. you a big boy chair. I was going to use a space to eat. <laughs> no, you can't. You got to go, Perry. Uh, just put the food on the Will's table. Being there. Food Nazi. We'll, yeah, fig- we, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Podcast. Go. We'll, well, one at a time. Go scarf some. Okay, food I have a really back. good question now. Yeah. Okay. Lay it on us. Name the best trilogies. Oh, in movies or best anything? movie trilogies ever. Um, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is high. That's like the top one. Star, the original Star Wars trilogy. No, no. 
And part, Return of the Jedi fucked that whole shit up. I, oh, yeah, fuck Return off. Come on. You're Ewoks. Fucking, fucking Ewoks. Of full of shit. Ewoks. They couldn't bring the whole thing. Oh, hold on. Godfather you're, uh, you're, you're, you're 1, not my, fucking brilliant. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Godfather 2. Really good. Better. Yeah. yeah. Godfather 3. Yes. Fucks it up. Agreed. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hold mm-hmm. up that trilogy. Because you're right, the f- third movie I don't know, the first two are almost good enough. Back to the future. The Back to the future is high on the list. Mm, I don't know, future. but a lot of people say that I, Western I kinda, one I kind of feel like the third one fell off a little bit, but yeah, one and two are fantastic. And it, it, yeah, the third, third one wasn't, wasn't terrible, but no, it wasn't, it but wasn't just, up but to the standard. But they had standard. set the but bar the third so one high, it was hard to keep up. Okay, another, another horrible failure, The Matrix. Yeah, it was really bad. Matrix only made it, yeah, only had one movie I'm good for now. Okay. Where are you on Indiana Jones? It was horrible. Do you count the fourth one? I, the second one, Temple the second of Doom one was, was awful. A, it was not, it ruins it. And I'll tell you, and I've said this publicly before, for the fourth one, my wife and I are huge fans. We dressed up in costumes. Yeah. Four, fourth one? Yeah. Yes. They never made a fourth Indiana Jones. They didn't make a fourth one. Oh, yeah, third one. Is that the, yeah, there were four, <laughs> goddammit. Gary's Indiana trolling. Jones. <laughs> yeah. Gary's trolling the shit out of Gordon. Indiana right Jones. Yeah. Temple of Doom. <laughs> right. The Last Crusade. Right. And that fucking fourth one. What the, what the fuck? The what? crystal, whatever there the is fuck no, it is. What the fuck are you talking oh, about? Yes! Man. The fourth one erased all the good. The first That's one true. and the third one made. I don't even know what the... What, he's talking about fan fiction or something? He's talking about the one with the refrigerator and the nuke. Remember, it looked like... I've got no fucking... Uh, I've honestly uh, got no idea uh, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's no idea. Yeah. Now, now Will is um, buying into the truth. Born Identity? Born to Born to Born to They're all right. They're all right. They're not the same. They're just really good movies. They're all the same movies. Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard, no, good one. Die Hard only has one good movie. No, no, no. no, no. no. Three are both good. Three is excellent. But number four sucked. Number four. But if, yeah. We're talking we're about the first three, though, but I'm just saying, does four, the fourth one erase any of the previous work? This, uh, this is physically fucking painful to have to sit here and listen to this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Did the fourth one sucked? Uh, does the, all three, all of them other than the first one sucked. No way. No. Oh, which movies were we talking the about? The one now? with Samuel Jackson? Yeah. Wait, so hold on. So Return of the Jedi sucks, but Die Hard 2 and 3 are good? We never said Die Hard 2 was good. But you're saying the trilogy's good? No. Well, no, you you look at it as a whole. I just said... It's a holistic process. Fucking hell. I threw the fucking looking glass Go eat dinner. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go eat my drop burger, the mic. Walk this away. is this is actually upsetting to me at this point. Okay. I I will defend Return of the Jedi to some extent. I, I like Return of the Jedi. I rewatched it the other day. Oh, I, you gotta be fucking kidding me! I, Toy Story on, on. from the chat. Okay, oh, Toy, Toy Story. Story is is Toy Story. Story. Oh, my, uh, which one's my card? There you go. Um, I right, I here's, here's the thing. Return of the Jedi. You, you look at that as a as a entire. First off, it's really weird to be podcasting with Gordon where I can see you because usually we podcast <laughs> yes. through a wall. Yeah, it is weird. Um, so it was like just sitting there, kind of playing Peggle while we would talk about some shit for an hour or two. Do you need a lift up here? I don't want to catch his camera. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's a, about a seventy dollar mistake. Hey, hold up, Norm. I'm um, doing okay. I'm s- well, so what you're saying, Return of the Jedi so, was good on. for what reason? No, no, no. Here's here's what I'm saying. Ewoks. Return of the Jedi wasn't as bad as I remembered it being when I Ewok went through and rewatched it for the first time since the 90s, probably. You know, the last time I watched Return of the Jedi was right before Phantom Menace came out. Ugh. And, and Wait, I thought So you watched I knew, the special edition? I watched the special special edition. The extra special edition. I watched the, the de-shittified, de-modernized, OG, original, no fucking teeth Sarlacc, or no, no uh, uh, beak, beak Sarlacc. Uh, what? Yeah. Sarlacc had a beak? They added Sarlacc a beak added in the special beak. edition. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember you that. You haven't watched the special edition. Did you, did you guys know that Lando was, they, they tested an ending where Lando dies? Yeah. I, 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 I did I not know that. that. Yep. I, yeah. yeah, how did that work out? How did they kill him? The, well, the, remember the they're like coming out in the Falcon? Oh, they didn't make it out? They don't make it out. 
That's why Han says he's he has a feeling he's not going to see the Falcon. So again. I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase Gor- uh, 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 Gary's Return of the Jedi thing because here's the thing: the Ewoks, I agree, Ewoks are lame. But everything else about that climactic battle, and I didn't remember it being that good, and I went back and rewatched it specifically because we had talked about this. When they fly the fucking Millennium Falcon into the Death Star, it is an experience. You're like, They're holy fucking shit, they flew oh, the spaceship on. into the Death Star. Give me a break. And, this, and the lightsaber battle with Darth Vader is. The lightsaber battle is probably the, the Darth best. Maul one, oh, which no, was, that sucked. Dude, it was good. You got For all the problems of Phantom Menace, the Darth Maul lightsaber there was, battle. Was there was no heart in that lightsaber battle. But, okay. When Luke Skywalker's actually battling Darth Vader, you actually think he's really getting oh, fucking yeah, pissed off. He's, he's fucking fighting his dad. He the, is the best like, one. No, the, 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 best, the best lightsaber battle in the entire Star Wars franchise is, is Empire Strikes Back. Because of the hand chop off at the end? No, because, because Vader is just toying with him in the beginning. Yeah, and that's it's, true. There's, there's, just so, there's just so much going on in that one. Yeah, but I actually bought that Mark Hamill is actually getting pissed off. There with Darth Vader, right? He was getting pissed off, right? In Return in Jedi, yeah, in Jedi. Yeah. Oh yeah, you actually yeah. buy that, and you know, I don't know, dude. I, go well, ahead. Oh, here's the other thing, though. Okay, <laughs> people are complaining about spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it I, fucking I, came out in 1982. I, I would say that the, that the the lightsaber battle in, in Jedi wouldn't be nearly as good without without Empire. The context of Empire. Yeah, that was the second fight. All right, right. Yeah, right. Well, here, let me let me ask you something. If it's so fucking easy to destroy a superstar destroyer by crashing your goddamn A wing into the bridge, no shields, or hitting the little balls on top, yeah, well the balls are the what shield the fuck is that? Spot for See, like Tie fighter, you know, it's yeah, it it is a ludicrous. I'm just saying, yeah, I agree. Uh, why didn't you do that like ten fucking years ago? Clearly, okay? maybe the rebellion could have ended early. Clearly, the Empire didn't see some of those fighters as a threat. The the idea established in the first movie. I'm just saying that that's pretty dumb. The idea that that a ship that size wouldn't have some kind of secondary control center that would you know maybe have a joystick where you can pull right. up and yeah. not not plunge directly yeah. into the nearest planetary body or near. That's a, that's a fair point. That's that fair that point. to me is insane. Or but. or like the Empire's like okay, turn the shields on. Okay, the shields are on everything. Except for the actual shield generator. Well, why do you put the <laughs> okay, weak that could point be a weakness. of the ship? Instead of putting the weak point of the ship in the middle of the of the bulk of this massive thing, why do you put on the little piece that sticks out on the top where it's where it's you know all exposed? Doesn't make right. any sense. And then, uh, I don't know. See that to me, all those things add up. Ewoks, shield generator, superstar destroyer, the fucking lame ass language in that movie. Lame language. I just all the lines. It just the lines weren't. I mean, it's just not. It wasn't as. It, it was. Yeah. I mean, the thing is. In the in the blinding white glorious light of Empire Strikes Back, which is one of my all time favorite movies, nothing stands up. Right, right. But compared to many other movies made since, not even counting the shit prequels, the third one, Jedi, is, is a pretty good movie. It's yeah, a good, it's a good end. <laughs> yes, franchise. if you do want to compare it to many of the other horrible things, if you want to put it up against, greenlit. say, Matrix Revolutions, then right. it is a fantastic part three. Like it is the, the thing we're not talking about here is it is a hard thing to do to make three awesome movies in a t- time frame that most people make trilogies. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at The Godfather and and you can do two. You look at The Matrix and that was just one good movie. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if you combine the two and took out all the shit parts, you could get one good movie out of the last two. But I don't think so. I'm not sure. And then and then you look at like Harry Potter movies, which are just you know they're okay. The first ones when the kids were like six were not so good. I've never seen any of them. Okay, so. so but Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings was also good, but arguably that was like seven movies. That's not why uh, Dark Knight Rises can be kind of 
Can yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be really. I mean, if he pulls it off, it could be the greatest trilogy ever. Good. Although I personally don't like the first one that much. The first one is nowhere near as good as the second. I mean, right. the, the, the second one is the peak so far. Right. I mean, obviously, we'll see how the how the third one goes. But uh, I don't know, man. Hopefully, there will be no like Joker Ewoks. Don't even Peng- don't even penguin cats Ewoks. cats. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, we already yeah. had penguins. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. cats are bad. Lots of cats. Who I don't know who the bad guy is in the third movie. They said, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's Bane, right? Yes. There, yeah, Bane is in there. Yeah. Which one's Bane? I'm not a DC guy, so. Uh, Bane's Bane's the one. Uh, it was Poison Ivy's henchman in the Bad Batman. Oh God, <sighs> he broke Batman's back in the comics. Yeah, yeah. and he was like, I loved him in the comics. He was great in the comics, and I, I like that was one of the biggest insults of of uh, Batman and Robin was what they did to Bane. What was yeah. that? They made him just this stupid brute. Yeah. Oh, I see. He was a big dumb oaf. Oh, 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 I see the movie. Yeah, in yeah. Batman. But, but in the yes. in the comics, he was he was like a mastermind. He was he was like the mastermind that like you know orchestrated this big <laughs> this big uh, you know uh, Arkham breakout just to, just to wear Batman down so that he could that he could get him when he was vulnerable. Hey, wait, wait. Here's another fucking fucked up trilogy. Okay. Terminator. Yeah, Terminator's Terminator. Terminator. Is, Terminator Two. Fuck, oh. that's awesome. Terminator One is not. Terminator, that, Terminator One does not hold up. In, yes, it in, does. Oh, Terminator yeah. One. Oh, come on, that's awesome. Yes, it does. It, the, the effects definitely do not hold up, the, and it's it it is a bit cheesy. Yeah, Have, you know the Aliens movie. Right. This is yeah. controversial. That I think that third oh, movie no. isn't as bad as I thought it was. Oh, it's a lot of first. It's on. pretty bad. David Fincher. Yeah, the David Fincher one. I don't think it's David Fincher's fault, but I think it's pretty bad. Why wouldn't it be his fault? Because he didn't write it. It was a pretty. Yeah. He could have punched out. I, I don't know. I, I liked the first two movies first are so spectacular, movie. though. It's it, like that's another one, like Godfather. You can almost coast through a terrible third movie. No, because you can't. because it's it's the first two. That second movie is amazing. It's really good too. Yeah. Um, the Toy Story is another good example. Although I did not like Toy Story two. Really? No. Special. Everybody says it's the best one. I thought. I I don't know. You know, I, I actually can't really remember. I don't think I ever saw the whole. Toy Story Two. The problem with Toy Story Two is nobody remembers what it's about. It's the yeah. one where the, with the toy collector and the other, this uh, Kelsey Grammer as the evil guy, nope. as the evil toy. Yeah, oh, as the toy evil Story toy. 2. Yes, yes, yeah. evil toy. And uh, and Newman is the collector, yes. right? It looks right. just like Newman. Yeah. And uh, and but uh, it had Jesse Story. Yeah. The saddest, saddest thing ever. Ever. It was no. The saddest thing ever is the third movie. No, it's rehash. Actually, the saddest thing ever is the, is up. If we want to get into <laughs> into movies that will leave you bawling when you go see a Pixar movie at E3 with a bunch of dudes. Oh, yeah, I remember Oops. that. That was, that was that awesome. Was awkward. The big, beginning of Up is, is oh, super God. sad. Yeah, three years ago. I'm like, hey, hey, we just went to this lame Microsoft party. Oh, what do we want to do, you guys? Hey, let's go watch Up in 3D. Yeah, it's going to be lighthearted. Six it's dudes. Be kooky. It's about a house floating through and the you sky. Guys, six dudes should be going to a strip bar, man. <laughs> and then we saw Up. F- five days of E3, kind oh. of tired. If if that movie hadn't balanced out with with the with the squirrel dog, yeah, it, it would have been squirrel. Yeah, yeah that, that was would, good. That would have been a disaster. Like you would have left crying. <laughs> yes, yes. I it was it was there was like there was a moment in the theater when it was you and me and Evan and and uh, what's his name from Drew Ta- from Drew from Ta- from Two K, and literally we were sitting there and we were like it, like it was all dudes staring straight ahead at the screen, no hand movement, no head movement. <laughs> Just, just the the thousand yard stare into the screen. Hmm. Just don't. You know that was uh, the first like, time we had the Museum of Tolerance conversation because we drove by that night. Yeah, that was right? the, the sign is like Museum of Tolerance. You remember that? 
Mm, yeah, but, to, the, but the fact that there has to be a museum about tolerance is super racist. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I was there for that one. You were, you weren't, you were off working or something. I think I don't know. That doesn't sound like me. What's uh, uh that might have, no, that was a couple of years after the the incident yeah. that shall not be spoken of. <laughs> um. So yeah, I was saying earlier when we were talking to Jeff Green about the crazy elevator memo. I miss one of the things about working on a thirty-person company is we really don't have the opportunity for the insane memos. Coming down the wire. Do you need more slack, Gordon? No, I'm all right. Okay, I think you have some more. You might be hooked on the. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, as, as soon as box is there, but as soon as your your HR department or your, your you know your, you get a real HR department where they where they've actually got to abide by rules, then the, then you get you get. Well, the, we abide by rules. We have rules. But, but I mean, like like the the politically correct rules and stuff like that. Like all the all we have those the true. Book, you know. No, we we do that because it's the right thing to do. Well, yeah, not but, because we have to. But I mean, like all by playing I mean, all by the book. If you guys work for the fucking Nazi party over there. Uh, <laughs> No, I mean it, it's it's. Uh, you know they you know they've raised our Coke prices. Really, it's not a quarter cents. anymore. It's no. ninety cents for a Coke. Yeah. A can or a bottle per can. Into the jammies. Oatly to bitches. <laughs> oh man. Uh, after after you eat, we got. You're not, no, no, he's coming back. Get, oh, no, they're not going to see him on the camera. So you got to get. Let's get Is the. Is there a camera right there? There's a camera yeah. right there. Go, yes. You can't go see the legs. You can't really appreciate him. Go, go stand. Where am I going? Dance right monkey. This. Right there. Right. No, you're oh, past thank it. You very much. Yeah. So after you eat, you may <laughs> transition to jammies. Okay, there's Gary Whitta in his jammies. Pajama party just has officially begun. Okay, so this is. Wow, the, I got slippers and everything. You wore that oh, shirt I'm yesterday, sorry. dude. Are those Uggs? What? Oh, I'm wearing Uggs. They're just comfortable slippers. I like the Empire shirt. Is that a classic, or did you buy that at Hot Topic? It's, it's, no, it's like a vintage reproduction thing. So Hot Topic. <laughs> no, I think it's from Old Navy. Uh-huh. Hot Topic. Oh, I'm here. Hot Navy. Hot Navy. Okay, you can come back behind <laughs> the table. Norman Chan, go eat dinner. Awesome. Yeah, go eat your food. And have a couple of Red Bulls or something. You might need a nap, dude. You look like you look super strong no, out. Fuck you. I'm not going to crash before you. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are saying there's money on you being the first to go down. Not yeah, there's happen. a not gonna happen. amount of money. Like I will beat you in arm wrestling right now. I, I, that's, that's not the context. Why is it always about fucking arm wrestling with you? He thinks he has... Jeez. Just because he has... I got mass. Mass is on my side. Hey, this is as good a time as any to check in and see how let's, we're doing. Let's let's do a charity check in. And you know, uh, somebody in the chat mentioned you know you can leave a comment when you donate. That's as high as it goes, unfortunately. But you can lower your chair. No, just lower it. Okay. Um, you can leave a comment. Wow, we're like at, a baby bell. Holy shit, guys! We're at eighteen thousand five hundred dollars. Oh, um, that is amazing. How much? Eighteen thousand five hundred. Holy plus, shit! Plus the store contributions. Okay. And my outside dream was to hit twenty-four grand, a thousand dollars an hour, and I think we're well on our way. I said I to Norm at the beginning that I thought we could hit twenty-five thousand. You said that's insanely ambitious. I feel like we're we're kind of on target hey, for man, something like that. Tested. We've had. I don't want to jinx it. We've had a great show. I mean, it's going to slow down in the night night hours. I, I know that. I know it's going to happen. Why is Drew still here at nine o'clock at night? Drew, you are rock hard, man. Pee, man. Okay, go pee. It's important. <laughs> Hello. It's it's Patrick's girlfriend, Kate. Hey, Kate. Oh, fiance! Sorry, oh. I'm, I'm so I'm bad. Yeah, get it right, dude. Um, so thank it, you. Gary rocks the gears of War three pajamas like nobody else. Gears War jammies. Um, so we are at eighteen thousand five hundred dollars from the from the chip in. About another thousand, maybe more, on the store on the store donut thing. So people are using like when you when you're a premium member for whiskey, you get a fifteen dollar thing. You can just buy a t shirt. You can uh, donate it to Child's Play or something like that. People are donating to Child's Play. If you want it to count, donate to Child's Play and put October cast. With a K in the cast, uh, in the comments when you make the purchase, uh, 
I'm going to read some of the comments because we got some funny comments in here, but I, it's going to take me a minute to find them. So you guys uh, talk about other things. Uh, one, actually, one person. This is a serious comment. This isn't funny. But one of the guys who donated says, hey, I'm a 21-year-old university student, and when I was a child, I spent a lot of time in the hospital. I remember my parents, when my parents would get me a toy, it made me feel a lot better and helped me get better through the, and get through the experience, which is really awesome. That's fucking great. Yeah, it's good. So that's, I didn't mean to be serious. Uh, one person says, uh, this is John, says, I hope Chucky gets better. He wasn't looking too hot in that last film, which I assume is a play on Child's Play, the, you know, the, the movies with the murderous toy. That wasn't really as funny as I thought it was going to be. I see what they did there. Yeah. Uh, talking about poop, you know, for the kids, it doesn't get better than that, says Simon. I'm not giving the last names because I don't want anybody to get fired if they're saying shit that you know shouldn't shouldn't be said. Uh, meow says Jonathan. I don't know what that means. Doug says, "Why won't someone think of the children?" I agree with him. We should be thinking of the children. We should totally be doing um, that. Uh, ben Jones on the a V underscore Ben on the site says, uh, "Keep up the amazing work." Thanks, Ben. That's awesome. Uh, if you had unlimited time, this is a good question from Greg. Greg says, if you had unlimited time, what game on your pile of shame would you tackle first? And if you have a question... What's, what's the pile a of shame? Comment, like the backlog? Yeah, pile of shame is like the shit that you buy and the most, the most of and then never touch Probably it the most shameful thing on my pile of shame is Super Mario Galaxy 2. Because as I said earlier, Super Mario Galaxy is one of my favorite yeah. games of all time. And I haven't played the sequel. The sequel is still in the shrink wrap. That's, that's outrageous. That's bad. Yeah, that's very poor. I but, at least played 20 minutes of that on my pile of shame. Uh, Gordon, pile of shame. I don't have time to play enough games. Well, but, but if but you I, had unlimited time, you, well, you 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 get into one game, and you lean into it for a long time. And I, and I, and by the way, and I'm the traitor to PC gaming. <laughs> <laughs> At least well, I Gordon never left it. Gordon I have kids, kids. I never left it. But it doesn't sound like you're really there if you're not playing the games. No, no, no. You know how many hours I've logged in yeah, Left 4 Dead if 2? You, if you look at Gordon's Left 4 Dead 2 Steam numbers, it's hundreds like hours. Hundreds of hours. Hundreds of hours. It's like me on Team Fortress. It's a trainer for the actual zombie apocalypse. It's yeah, absolutely. Dan pile of shame game. Um, I'm going to say The Witcher. Never okay. got a, never got around to it. Need to. Did you play The Witcher too? No, I, I, I was holding it because I oh I've got to play The Witcher one first. Okay, um, Vinny did. There's a whole that you should listen to the Bombcast. There's about six months of that in there. Yeah, so I, I've, I've that's that's what I've been meaning to get around to. Drew Scanlon pile of shame game. Drew's thinking. Too human. Too human from Drew Scanlon. I played that entire game and I thought it was better than everybody thought it was. Yeah? It's broken and fucked up and not good in a lot of ways, but it is an interesting, weird game. Uh, my pile of shame game... Boy, I don't even know. I could probably go with Galaxy 2 because I literally played like 20 minutes of it. And yeah. Then, like, That's and too I, good a game to not be well, played. Look, by that point... It was really hard to go back to a 480p. I got to tell you, game. I mean, I know people are, and people are sick of hearing this, but I, every time I play a Wii game, there's a voice at the back of my head saying, "Just think how much better this would look in HD." I just, I, I can't get it out of my head. It ruins it. So I guess I'll wait for Wii U and wait for everything to be remastered, and I'll just fucking buy those instead. Yeah, but again for the second yeah. time. Yeah, Nintendo's not stupid. Um, huh? Portal Two is Norm's shame pile game. That yeah. is. Definitely- you haven't played that yet. No, he's a bad person. Yeah, wow. well, you know, Norm, I, I need somebody to play the the DLC that just came out with. So I, I would. Well, actually, no, I don't want to. I don't want to play it with you because um, he's 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 too new. too competitive. You know, no, it'd be because you, you ruin the experience if you play through with somebody who's already played. Uh, because that that person, for one thing, is always sitting there judging you as you try to figure out the puzzle. I try not to do that. Well, I mean, whether whether they they uh, they try to or not, they they've been through this puzzle. They know how to do it. They're watching you try and figure it out like a rat in a maze. Yeah, and that like that that's well, that's not the way to play. The, the way to play is playing with somebody who has never seen it before, 
and that's true. And is and is figuring it out with you. You've got the collaborative thing, and not not saying, "Well, I know, but I'm not going to tell you. I want you to figure it out." So, well, Gary and I played the co-op like that. We, we played, yeah, we but we, we didn't. We didn't. Together. We only played a small piece of it. We, we actually we played, have to go back we and finish that. Four the co-op. out of five acts of the of the co-op. Yeah, of the we didn't co-op. finish it though. We didn't finish it. We should go back and do that. That's on the pile of shame. Yeah, pile of shame. Did um, you guys play the BF3 beta? I didn't. I haven't yet. I I haven't downloaded it. I don't like to play betas. It's, I, it's I want to wait. Now. I, I want to yeah, wait until done. I prefer to wait until it's like completely bug free and and nice, and I'll get in there when it's officially released. Yeah, and I, I'm playing the the Diablo three beta, and like you know, it, it's I, I don't. I, th- I think it it might negatively cover color a lot of people's opinion on the game. Right, that's why I stay out of these things. Yeah, because I mean, it, when it's a game that's anticipated, I don't want to play a half-assed version of it. I want to wait until it's really singing and then play it. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's still very promising, but it, like just it, it's clearly not done, and if you're not get like the all the fine tuning is not there, um, and it's it just not it's not ready for for people to look at it with a critical eye. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Drew Scanlon, uh, here everybody. Up the door mic. Hi, Drew. How you doing, sir? What do you guys think about all the Modern War 3 versus Battlefield I think it's stuff? the stupidest fucking thing that EA's marketing has ever done. And that's really saying something. But you they, know, they've gone out of their way to do stupid things. But you know, it's real. I'm not working in the games stuff anymore, so I can just say whatever <laughs> you the fuck say I whatever want. You say whatever you want. It, but I, I will tell you from go because I, I played the shit out of the beta. And you go to the forums, and it is just a it's just an ugly back and forth between the... Modern War people and the Battlefield Third well, people. And arguably, it's not. It's not made up. This is not an artificial thing. They legitimately hate each other. I, I would say, well, arguably, it's a it's a very smart thing for EA to have done be, because it get it keeps people talking about Battlefield Three. The only way it's a smart thing for them to have done is if the game ends up being better than Modern Warfare Three. And how could it not? Well, who knows? I mean, my feelings about the Call of Duty games, like since they started iterating them every year. And and you know that you're going to have a shit year and a good year and a shit year and a good year. It, it, it's it's I think it's it's just not good for that for that franchise. Well, do you know you're going to have a good year this year? Because no. Infinity Ward isn't. I mean, that's the thing. Right. Is now I think it's shit year, shit year, and that's and right. and the unfortunate thing is Black Ops was actually not. It was predictable, but it wasn't a bad game. No, I, I, I liked know. it better than Modern so. Warfare Two because at least it wasn't fucking silly invading America nonsense. I mean, the it was it was a, a short game, and I got bored halfway through. Well, that's true. I, although I've I've never been a big fan of of uh, you know Call of Duty games to begin with, but this this one in particular was just like why am I even bothering? Yeah. Um, yeah well, so there's it's weird because there's like two audiences for those games, right? There's the there's the people that play single player and then never touch it again, mm-hmm. and then there's the multiplayer like the Counter Strike hardcore multiplayer crowd, and that's a that's a completely different you know those those pe- that's a, they're playing a different game, right? Um, and. While I don't like the campaign, I do actually like the multiplayer in Call of Duty games. Even when they fucked it up and didn't have dedicated servers, and when they brought dedicated servers back and they were terrible, and you know there were a whole there's been issues. Right. But as a as like as a multiplayer experience, I like that fast headshot focused kind of. I don't want to say it's Counter Strikey because it's not, but it's kind of Counter Strikey multiplayer. It's it's it's, it's Counter Strike inspired. I'm I'm gonna watch the chat explode. But I mean, I guess <laughs> my point is rather than being a slow time to kill game like Battlefield where it's how many bullets can you pump into somebody over a long period of time or Halo or any of those kind of kind of that kind of experience it's it's a twitch shooter and i i, I like those games yeah. like even though i'm not good at them anymore cuz i'm old I they're the, still fun i have that same problem although i i prefer that um when i i i don't like it when whoever sees who the other guy first wins i like 
having time to react but, but, and change the title. But of the seeing the other guy first is part of the game. You've got to play all of like whether it's Battlefield or Call of Duty. And Battlefield is very much a slow. How many bullets? You know, you have one clip, and if you hit ninety percent of those bullets, you're going to kill that guy. Right. In in Call of Duty, I play Call of Duty on hardcore. All those games, that game is totally just a you know how fast can you. Find the target, get the crosser, I'm pull the trigger. Right. And that's that's I mean, that is a skill game and that's fun. And part of the game is finding the other guy before he sees you. Right. And and, and that's that's I, I just prefer the the kind of more more strategic uh, yeah, you know, slower no, play. And it's it's personal preference. So you want cover systems, is what you're saying? I I have no problem with cover systems. If I if I, if I was in a fight, I would be taking cover. Well, fair enough. I mean that that's that's how I would fight. Right. Isn't uh, Patrick Klepek going to be joining us? At Patrick any Klepek is yeah. He's uh, as we approach nine o'clock hour. Nine o'clock. He's the next scheduled guest. He is the next. He's on the de- well. He's not here as of yet. Yeah, we're we're waiting on his arrival. I'm just I'm just telling you what the schedule says. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, if, if we bump him, we, yeah, we got other Drews here. We got Drew. We got Dan Stapleton. I got, got nowhere to go. Uh, uh, Gordon Mong, Gary Weta. Norm is off. He he was eating and then he disappeared. I think he's probably putting his jammy on now. I, I think he may guess. be jammying up. Yeah, or probably is unconscious on the couch. I'm going to rely on people that aren't, aren't in the. He did just have a whole bunch of meatloaf. I feel like this. My world is getting smaller. Like four hours ago, I knew that there was an outside world out there, and like if you went up and you could look out the window and there would be sky and birds and yep. people having fun and doing things. There is. And now I I feel like it's just like a five by five square. Because I haven't gotten up since Jeff was here. Jeff Green yeah. was huh. got here, I don't think. And you've still got so far to go. And we're, we're almost halfway there. We're, uh, we're, yeah, we're yeah. six, four, six. Matt's hard. That's oh. real hard. Well, I mean, nine hours in, you could, and you could look at it another way, that we're just barely over one-third of the way in. You're such an asshole. <laughs> Glass is half empty. Fucking a. Must be horrible being inside your head. What's going on, Drew? What have you been working on today? Can you talk about stuff you've been doing? Uh, I just finished the Batman... Arkham oh, the, City the review. review. Cool. Yeah. Son getting, of a bitch. Okay. Awesome. We're still doing video reviews. Yeah. Well, sometimes it works, and sometimes it's hard to do. Yeah. And and we're better off doing this other one. Things. We got this game early, so Jeff was able to play it and yeah. uh, write a review and uh, get get good footage. Script. Yeah. So we got footage. Actually, um, we recorded a video review. The embargo for that footage over five minutes is up on Tuesday. Okay. Well, that's very specific. Yeah. yeah it's incredible how specific So that's why we are. were able to uh, to post the video review today, which is under five minutes. Uh, but we took a lot of the video re- footage from the quick look so we could turn it around as fast as we possibly could. Oh, okay. Because we only shot that review yesterday. Because it turns yesterday. out that capturing footage is kind of hard. Yeah. And the more footage you have, the more time it yeah. takes. And Thank you. Um... But yeah. yeah, cool. What are you playing these days, Drew? Uh, Rage. Rage. Yeah. I, I bought Rage and I played it for like three hours and then I had to work. Okay. What are you playing it on? Uh, uh, 360. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm playing. That's pretty it. amazing for a 360 game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I <laughs> it looks almost so good that it hurts <laughs> um, because there's no, there's no motion blur. Yeah, it's 60 frames a second, right? It is. But when you turn, like 60 frames means that when you turn, it's crisp the whole turn so it kind of hurts your eyes right well then um, there's also weird texture popping and stuff when you stop yeah that i, I don't you, mind you that kind so of filter much. it out it's like it's like mpeg noise 
after a while, and yeah. then you kind of filter it out. But after looking at a computer screen all day, yeah. and then I come home and like my contacts are all dry, and I'm looking at yeah. the TV. It, it, is, these are deep first word problems it, we're, we're yeah, delving man. into it's, here. I, I'm real I'm rough. I'm playing on PC, and you know, I, I was on an ATI card. Uh, so How, at, yeah, first, that, at first, like, that first day was not good. <laughs> the first day huh? was unplayable. Yeah, yeah. some of your tweets um, were pretty. I felt I felt for you, bro. Playing correct. Wolfenstein, but you know, it, it was it was made better <laughs> within a reasonable amount. Of is time. it is it but, all in the it's all fixed now? Yeah. It's, okay. It, it yeah. Flawlessly now, yeah. uh, and it does still have that 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 still like if you're looking for it, you'll see the you'll spot the texture pop in. But I mean, to me, it's it's it is kind of like you know if you swing your head back and forth, uh, your eyes refocus. Yeah. And so you're not so it's almost a natural kind of effect. If you're if you're not looking at it from a technical point of view, it's like why is that not super sharp right now? Um, if, well, the other thing is on the PC, if you don't mind digging into command line stuff, then you can fix it. Or at least make it better. You can make it a little bit better. Yeah, uh, Brad said he went in and did the whole configuration thing on on his PC copy, and and things were better. Like I I, I tried fiddling with a few command line things, like before the uh, before the the improved AMD drivers came out. Yeah. Um, and you know n- nothing I I did made a difference at that point because the drivers were fucked up. I, so I don't understand how a game that's in development for seven years and like a release date. We talked about this on podcast, so I apologize for re- revisiting this. I don't understand how a game is that far out and for that long no, can, can release with that kind of problem. Right. And I mean, I, and, and, and without drivers coming out a month in advance. Right. I mean, it's not the release. It's not the. It's, it's not its fault because it had a release date for that game far, far in advance. And ATI and NVIDIA had to know that there was a thing that was going to happen. And both of the sets of drivers that they released were kind of shit. Right. Which is, seems un, so unforgivable. We have me. Maximum PC and PC Gamer dudes here. Yeah. What is the uh, cross communication like between developers and video card makers in the in, in this case? Well, last time I talked to John Carmack was was I you know was out there previewing Rage, um, and uh, I asked him specifically which, which if he had to buy a card, what would he buy right now? Yeah, and uh, he, he was he said that uh, you know he that AMD had this technically superior card, but he would go with. Nvidia because they have better developer outreach. He he said that he could he could call up Nvidia anytime he wants uh, and ask a question and they'll, and they'll answer it. But a, but AMD it was a much uh, more it's difficult harder to process. Reach people. And, Interesting. And it's funny because AMD is kind of near to them in Texas. It turns out my uh, my former or our former colleague Jim Preston and uh, my former roommate just tweeted something about Rage. Strangely enough, he said Rage comes on three discs and not one of them contains an ending. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I haven't gotten to the ending of Rage yet, but I but I. It sounds told, like you're not going to. I uh, I probably will. I mean, it's not that long. Ago. No, I mean, it's it sounds like there isn't one there for you. Well, no, I've I've actually heard that it is a, it is a worse ending than Borderlands. Wow, that's really saying what? something. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I'd always heard, I'd heard the same thing that you just said that Carmack said about you know Nvidia puts a lot of money into developer relations. They have a massive team. They put people on site and all that. That's great. I mean. They did great things with Arkham Asylum. What was did Rage is Rage branded? Is it a way it's meant to be played or an AMD? I game? don't believe that it is. I don't think they did either, which is kind of unusual yeah. for a high profile game these days. Yeah, yeah. Since since Dan is here, also giving up his time, I want to give him the opportunity to, to uh, plug PC Gamer Digital, which That's is very right. new and yeah. I think fantastic. Congratulations, yeah, well, dude! Well, it's thank pretty you. Cool. It, is, it is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I, I, from yeah. what from what I, I've been I, hearing from Logan, it's pretty. The, the schedule to produce this thing has been pretty punishing. I look at that and I think, oh god. Yeah, every bastards. fucking week they have to put that thing yeah. out. Well, you yeah. know, some of us do websites that run every day. I'm just, do you, do you want to do a quick plug for it? Tell us what yeah, PC Gamer Digital is. It's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it, well, I mean, it, it is ki- kind of difficult to, to encapsulate in a quick plug. 
And that, that, that's actually one of the problems well, we're, then, we're having. Well, then take your time. We have fucking loads yeah, of it. I'm yeah. going to go to the bathroom, yeah. maybe make a pot of coffee, No, one walk of the, the dog. One of the I actually would know that love another cup yeah. of coffee well. I'll do another one in a little bit. Okay. Keep your pants on. Yeah. One of the problems we're having with it is trying to communicate exactly what it is because it's like a bunch of cool stuff all wrapped into one package, but it's kind of... You... It, I, I, this is going to sound like, a, like I'm on a fucking shopping channel or something, but to call it a digital magazine it also kind of sounds like it's underselling it because it's a whole... It's a very cool... Multimedia type experience. Yeah, it's it, 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 like there's zero overlap between that and the magazine content or right. the website content. It's it's all a bunch. It's it's interactive video, branching videos. That, you know, kind of kind of choose your own adventure in a lot of ways. Um, it's also got what we call the game view, which is analogous to uh, Google Street View, where you can you can go into a game you know without you know, just instantly or jump into a game. Uh, have a 360 degree view of the game. You know, you zoom in. You can you can click on hotspots and get get tips. Like we got one for a Team Fortress 2 map, uh, where you know it gives a bunch of strategy tips. Um, it's got various video videos and interviews and uh, screenshot galleries. We've got um, a slider thing, which is pretty cool. Where where it's like uh, you've got a, a shot of of uh, like Crisis 2. And you know you can slide the the bar back and forth and see what what it looks like with high graphic settings enabled and low graphic yeah. settings enabled, uh, and it's it's just a really really quick, easy, intuitive way of doing it. And you also have video video. It's almost like this, right? Just you and the PC gamer guys just sitting around just talking about games. Well, we're, we're doing that in in uh, in an upcoming episode, but we we haven't had that uh, yet. Not been in yet. Yeah. I mean, I kind of. I kind of liken it to like a an interactive entertainment weekly for PC games. Yeah, sounds that's like an like, adventure game. There's it, a, it, there, there. I mean, that's kind of one of the philosophies. Is you know, what it's very kind of minority it, kind reporty. Explore this 3D environment to go get the content, and then we don't have walk the, around inside that. We're not. We, we don't, don't have, have the, the UI, haptic gloves or anything. But we've got the content, not the UI. Um, and what I love about it is that you get it on. You go to Steam to get it right, which is where if you're playing PC games, that's where you want to be already. So we, I love that it's that that it's there with all have, the other good stuff. We figured that's. That's where the audience Steam. was. So yes, they do have PC games and Mac games as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's real sweaty, man. So we, all sweat in that chair. And uh, um, and actually, you, you got to turn your level back up. You're, you're number three. Awesome. We're, we're on the third episode right now, and that's that's uh, it's half price right now. So check that out. Right. Oh, and also, if you get episode one or two, you get a, a free Team Fortress Two hat. Free hat. The killer Hats. killer exclusive hat. Um, and you can get it internationally. You couldn't at first, right? But now you can get it in any country. Yeah, apparently it's it's tough to launch things internationally. Who knew? I mean, and it's you know it's all it's all legal stuff that was holding it back. So, um, Mike, check for myself. All right. <laughs> if you if you ever wanted to if you ever wanted to see a living example of the phrase "asleep at the switch," I think you're going to see it very soon. Thanks to Norm. Really. So you're okay. So you're in your jammies now. Yeah, I ate dinner. Family Guy pajamas. The, uh, is that your is that your choice? No, I actually did. It was a surprise. I told Will to get the Angry Bird ones, and he the got. Option, so well, it says uh, Angry. Well, we'll describe this. Okay. Soon. Uh, what happened? I was like two days ago, right? Will yesterday morning. Will went to Target, ceremony, do shopping for um for today, and uh, he spotted some jammies. So. Found uh, gears. Of, we're looking for the gears of war ones because we want to get some matching jammies. Sounds like your yeah. levels are low, Norm. Gears of war jammies. They didn't have all the sizes. Um, Veronica also wanted some jammies, so I think we'll buy. Who wouldn't some. want gears yes. of war jammies? Well, this, when I saw these gears of war jammies, like the time that elapsed between seeing something for the first time and being at the register, I think I broke my my personal record. I had to have them. I, so what what store did you buy them at? Target. 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 They also had Call of Duty pajamas, but that's, I didn't want those. I, w- I yeah. wanted Gears of War. So Will, Will said, uh, there are no Gears of War ones. Here are your options. 
uh, Call of Duty or Angry Birds. Now, I, here's what I don't understand. And you ended up with neither. Exactly. Both, I think both <laughs> Veronica and I said we wanted the Gear, Call of Duty ones. Well, Veronica yeah, wanted Gears of War. Right, but those weren't available. Right. So Call I have the exclusive rights to Gears right. of War pajamas. And I think hey, we'll hey, dude, those are some sweet family guy pajamas they, you're wearing. They are, I guess. Uh, I said I would take the Angry Birds ones, despite... Now, did Will Angry buy Birds. you Family Guy because he knows you like Family Guy or because no. he knows you hate Family Guy? I, I, whoa, whoa, you hate family the Family Guy? guy? Well, I don't know. I'm no, trying to find no. out which one it is. Yeah, I like Family Guy. Okay. Sorry. okay. So there, there, there's a, there is a certain period of Family Guy that is not likable. Sure. But, uh, but there's also a period of Family Guy that is awesome. jammies. So they're uh, the personalities of Stewie. He's shy. He's destructive. What is he on Angry? your butt? You know what? If we need adjectives for Mad Lips, <laughs> I can just look at the jammies. Got them on your pants. Right? What, what? Mischievous. Glamorous. Which Strong. adjective did they put on your Johnson? Fierce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe that was an accident. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so here's what I don't understand. Why did they think there would be a market for people who wear pajama pants? Uh, that also play Call of Duty and Gears of War. I mean, aside from really, because that sounds like a fucking no-brainer yeah, exactly. to me, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah man, you wake up on Saturday. The back where you can use, you know, go to the bathroom. It's it's like the uh, Forever Lazies. But it's like it's like a novelty purchase. It's like oh, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, of course. That. Why not? I mean, it, yeah, it's like ultimate disposable income. True. Well, I, I just, that, I just that, saw them and I wanted them. I can't explain it. I just had to have. But that seems like a like a, a much bigger like you know cross section or intersection there where, where you know people want to be hyped up on caffeine while they, while they're playing Call of Duty. Well, I think it's no. also a little bit like when they have a mega franchise like Call of Duty or Gears of War. Merchandising wise, they don't want to leave anything out. They just throw everything at the yeah. wall, right? Yeah, right? From pajamas to action figures, you name it. But like T-shirts, yeah, I get that. The or incremental cost is nothing. Yeah, right? it's a license Look, fee that they pay. I like Gears of War. I like pajamas. You do the math. <laughs> Just do the math. It's not, it's not rocket science. The math is indisputable. I like Gears of War like pajamas, and these are Gears of War pajamas. It, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. I really wanted the Fruit Ninja ones, though. Mm. If there, were, there weren't any. They had Fruit Ninja, Ninja pajamas? No, they don't. Oh, shit. I, I Those would be pretty good. Though. To get oh, on yeah, through. Colorful exactly. and swords. Yeah. Fruit Ninja jammies. I'd be all of them. There's a missed market here. DJ, you really don't see it? Because I, I can see Gears of War pajamas being really big with stoners. Who yeah. like pajamas? But I mean, it's it's like all the people who's like, wow, that blew my mind. Kind of like I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it does kind of blow my mind that there are that there are Gears of War pajamas. But I don't have to have them. I mean, it strikes me. Well, I don't know. You've actually made I, me very happy because if there's anything that I would have gotten out of wearing pajamas or really doing anything, <laughs> it'd be to blow your mind. And I've now and I've now achieved that. Money well spent. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> blow Dan's mind. The other, I, I wanted to go back to PC Gaming Digital just very, very quickly because yeah. the other thing that I thought was interesting and surprising to me because I was there through some of the process just from visiting the office a few times is that, and this is something we've seen now, there's this transitional phase as journalism used to be just about write, games journalism used to be just about writing reviews and now you've got to be coming on-camera personalities. So you signed up to write reviews and be a, a writer right. and now suddenly they're saying, well, you've got to learn how to be a, a presenter, an on-camera personality. And I don't think that sat well with you right away. I remember walking into the office one time when you were doing like a boot camp for like how to be on camera, right. which I don't think you were thrilled about. But Logan is telling me that you're actually the most natural guy on camera, and and you and you've adapted quite well. I'm I'm still working on reading scripts. Reading scripts is not. not oh, so it's not just whatever. You actually have to read prepared so material. Don't be self-conscious. I'm, I'm I mean, very Will and I both came from the same place too. I mean, yeah. Before we were doing video every day, we were writing every day. So now being on camera, it took like 
But it, doing doing like this this kind of uh, improvisational stuff, like we, we do we do a segment that that we call the three way, which uh, yeah, tell me ahead. more. Go ahead, um, where uh, it's it's t- going at, at a game like from from three different angles. Like this is the kind of roundtable thing, right? That well, when you guys were sitting around. No, that, that, that this is um, like we, for example, we took uh, Deus Ex uh-huh. and uh, the new one. Yeah, and uh, we we each played through it. There were three of us, and we each played through it a different way. So you know, stealth action or uh, or talking, right? And then we we basically would would uh, sit back and kind of and kind of uh, make fun of it the whole way through. So it's kind of a mystery science theater esque kind of thing, and also talking about about you know what we're doing and why and and the interesting uh, just the the fact that the game lets you do you know play at this one level in three entirely different ways is fairly unusual. And you know we're you know, rooting out games that, that let us have that that kind of freedom. Within the game and and doing these segments on them and the, uh, that's why they're interesting, but uh, that that kind of improvisational stuff I, I think I'm pretty good at. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you're doing it right now. Yeah. Well, as a, as opposed to reading off a script, which sounds totally unnatural. Well, is this script that you write? Do you, really do you write the hard. script or we we do write the script? Yes. Okay. But yeah, it's, writing for yourself is really hard. Right. It, uh, but yeah, it it makes me have a, a lot of respect for for Veronica and what she does because because uh, it's it's nowhere near as easy as you think it is. Well, you can't put jokes in there. It's got to be natural. Yeah. But, yeah re- uh, reading off a teleprompter and making it sound natural. You, you got to you got to fake it just a little bit, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay just blah, just shooting my mouth off in front of yeah. a camera like now. But if you gave me a script to read, that that's a whole different issue. You sound like Siri. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not. It doesn't come naturally. Right. Well, it's, uh, to some, I guess it does, but certainly not to me. Yeah, it's it, it is it is. Much, much harder than you could possibly imagine. Until you um, try it. By the way, we are now at $19,000.44. Wow, just on the, the, uh, the chip in. And, wow. and you can probably put another grand on top of that. Yeah. The, so we are, we are probably we are in reality hovering around $20,000. $20,000. So That's amazing. You just That's crazy. You get to $25,000. It's crazy, Norm. I think we're going to keep we're, going. We're going to keep on going. We're not stopping this till noon. <laughs> Norm is like, it's a point of pride for Norm. Oh, yeah. He's I, like, I, he no, I made, I made a point away. to go walk back in because I was standing off camera for a while and I didn't yeah. want Will the bullshit lie to everyone and say I was taking a nap or something because I oh. heard that <laughs> okay yeah because once, once you're off camera people can yeah, be speculating exactly oh Norm's yeah. taking a nap no waiting I mean no micro naps for Norm no. you gotta tough it out how are you holding up how are you feeling I'm good yeah I think, I think eating revitalized me I'll yeah, play with yeah, Will's, uh, Will's cell phone. Okay, bit. there's the 4S. We are yeah. eventually going to get round to the biggest technology story of the day. You I guys think. haven't talked about this no, yet? No, ba- barely. We just barely <laughs> unboxed Five it. minutes at a time. I think okay. what we're going to do is once all the guests run out and we're desperate, we're going to do some, you know, oh. play, play with yeah. Siri. Uh, uh, it's for the uh, iPhone. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's at 3 to 6 a.m. Yeah, iPhone Yeah, we, we've got a blank. That's, that's going to be brutal or so. I think we're saving the one actual thing that we have. What's, what's been amazing, it's, it's tough not to be self-referential, is how many people have been watching consistently. It's been over Like people that are watching like, all of it? Wow. The entire day. How do you know yeah, who's, who do you know who's swapping well, I don't know. Who's who, I, don't, I don't know. But oh, you mean it, like the numbers, the numbers stayed exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. So even though we've, we're moving into like the later times. Well, right now we have 3,252 people, yeah. people, which I think is like, that's as high as... It, yeah, it's been around. pretty close to that's how many people we've had. So it's not been dropping off. So, you know, all around the world people are watching. Yeah, because we have a global audience. This is prime time right now. Well, so who waited for the iPhone today? Uh, none of us waited for the iPhone. Just you know, Mike Tatum, our, uh, our publisher, he went uh, to the... Uh, yeah, I guess that's technically what he went. Yeah, he went to an Apple store and said that he was just in and out. No, no hassle. Just got in a business, no problems. dude. 
Yeah, he's technically he's the okay. publisher. Yeah. Um, yeah, no line in Moran. I think it's always how it's been, kind of, like, especially with like iPad 1. It was easy the first weekend right. to walk in because people were kind of unsure waiting for the reviews, waiting for, you know, people, to, they, no one wanted to really wait in line. Once the, the people who wanted to get it very first, they did the overnight thing, they got it. There were still some in stock. But after word gets out, then the next week it's going to be you know we'll start to see the stories after the weekend when the dust settles but you know we've heard different reports you know the initial pre-orders were record breaking blah 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 and now maybe the line the actual physical lines were maybe underwhelming we've heard just some just anecdotal stuff well because you could it was so easy to order online they did the whole well I wouldn't say that relatively easy uh, from three three different carriers the fact that it spread out amongst more carriers I think now finally you know spreads the the burden a little bit and they probably just had more supply this time yeah, I mean, they've probably been building them for a I while. Think, I think they're at a point now where they're like, we should probably build a lot of these. Yeah. Well, there's already a rumor out that iPad 3 has just started production. Ooh. Jesus. Yeah, to get them, because they take a little longer to make, maybe? Do you think that will be the fabled Retina Display iPad? I hope so. Aren't you guys sick of this yet? Aren't no, you no but absolutely that, not. No, but the fact that you are gives me immense pleasure. All, <laughs> we just went through this entire fucking hype, hype city over iPhone 5, teardrop shape, blah, 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 blah. All that was bullshit. It's all wrong. Sure. Can I just say, that's Gordon, finally you over, are, you are now it's fucking, all cranking all up again. You are a massive fucking three. downer. You're just <laughs> a big three. fucking depressing rumors. influence. And then when that's over, iPhone 5 rumors. Oh, my God, iPhone 5. Oh, oh, oh. Well, Gordon, it wouldn't how, be a how, drug if you didn't want more. How exactly did they kill Roddenberry? Did they lock, you in, lock him in a room with you and just wait until he did it himself? <laughs> you don't want to know how they killed him. Please, please tell me. They stabbed him with, with George Lucas. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm sick of it. We just got through this whole damn thing. Some fucking assholes standing in line. We go to, It's like this whole rumor, rumor, rumor. Standing in lines. Happy guy with phone. Oh, I think it's we'll okay. Do that. Excited and then about we start all over again. Excited about products. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the, and it was wrong. All this, everybody. iPhone five, 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 five. Oh, by the way, four S. What can you do? A lot of people like it. It's the world we live in. There's nothing you can do about it. Turn off the internet. Stay home. It, it's you. You can't buy into it, man. You're buying into the hype. No one's asking it's, yeah. to. It's better than reality. I can't go to fucking CNN without seeing some fucking asshole doing this. Why, why would anyone why, go to Why CNN? would you want to go to yeah, CNN exactly. in the first place? <laughs> well, any, any site. Some guys coming out of the store or whatever. You know what? Someone just mentioned on the chat. You didn't talk about your story from yesterday. Oh, oh when, no, I, wait, wait, when no, I met did. Steve Wozniak? Yeah, you did. Wait, did you? Did I what? No, I we never got to it. Because the whole thing has it's just been a Oh, no, okay, you, we, you talk about it in the car, but you didn't really talk about it on just the podcast. Just briefly. We yeah. talked about it on the podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. Talk about it on the podcast. Um, so uh, there, were, there were stories and there were pictures that, that was... Uh, Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of Apple. Yeah. Uh, as he as he apparently as he likes to do, he's done it many times in the past. He's camp was camping out at the Los Gatos Apple Store for the iPhone, and he was the first guy in line. He um, as he always is. People often been. people often say like, is he he's Steve Wozniak? Like, can't won't Apple just fucking give him anything he wants? And the answer is yes. But oh. he oh, but he just likes to do this it's, shit. It's just the kind this of is the guy, guy that, despite his vast fortune um, and somewhat esteemed status in the in the history of computing. Um, eats at the Outback Statehouse. He's the fucking mayor of IHOP yep. on Foursquare and camps out for the iPhone. He's just a regular dude, and I think that's I think that's pretty commendable. 
Um, so obviously, I'm so, I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Wozniak and his contribution to the world of, of personal computing. And uh, Los Gatos is only an hour away. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I know he's going to be there because he's camping out for the phone. He's not going anywhere. I would like to meet the man, shake his hand. And so I got in the car. I said to Norm, would you like to come join me? He said, no, no you I want said, to be- You said, Mish- would- do you want to accept this mission? I said, mission Los- was his in line in Los Gatos. I'm going to go and get my picture taken with him. Would you like to come with me? And I was like, is my phone going to explode? And you, you were tempted, but you were declined. Very tempted. Uh, we drove out there. Leo, uh, who's a very good sport and uh, was also was interested to, to meet Waz, uh, jumped in the car with me. We drove an hour out to Los Gatos. Get to the, uh, but Los Gatos, by the way, is beautiful. Very nice, uh, very nice town. And there's the, the Apple store, and there's Waz sitting there with his Segway parked in the corner <laughs> uh, in his little camper chair playing around with his iPad. And he's got a throng of, there are people buzzing around, oh, like, yeah. you know, waiting, like, going around, oh, Steve, oh. I think the news networks are probably And I, I waited close. for, my, and there was news crews yeah. and various people, and I waited for my moment. And the thing is, I was, I was, people, if people hadn't told me that Wozniak is such a friendly, approachable dude, I wouldn't have gone. Because nothing's worse than going out there and, like, he's a dick. That just, it just ruins it, right? You just, oh, no, I can't like the guy anymore. Um, but I went over there and said, uh, Steve, would you mind if I, I'm a huge admirer of your work. Would you mind if I got a photograph with you? Went, yeah, no problem. You think Jeff Bridges is a you know, so we took a picture and we took a picture on the iPhone and we, he noticed that we pressed the shut button because, oh, I see you have iOS 5 and we talked about iOS 5 <laughs> and it's just a super, it talked to me for a few minutes and honestly, I don't remember most of what we talked about because I was just like, talk to fucking Steve Wozniak. This guy's a legend. And I was very, uh, very happy and um, didn't want to outstay my welcome because there were other people buzzing around, like clearly waiting for their, you know, for their in to go say hello yeah. to him as well, waiting their turn. And so I said, Steve, thanks very much. And, uh, you know, I admire your dedication waiting for the phone. And, uh, you know, thanks again. And we just wandered off and I got my pictures and awesome. uh, I, I, I've never, you know, in the back of my head, I've never been as impressed to meet anyone ever. Well, maybe Jobs, because I was fortunate enough to meet Jobs many years ago as well. Um, and so it was, a, it was a great experience and I'm very proud to have a picture taken with him. And uh, that's my story. You've tweeted it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in the back of my head, when you told me you're going to first meet him, I was tempted to ask if you would ask him to be on Octobercast. <laughs> well, I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to shove the voice memo yeah, in his face and say, "Would you just give us a little sound bumper?" Right. Hi, this is Steve Wozniak, and you're listening to what Togabyte. But you know, again, I didn't want to put him in a position with anything he was uncomfortable with. And you didn't want to tarnish. If your he says no, then it too. just spoils Sully's. Yeah. You just wanted it to be a nice interaction. So, like, don't push your luck. Get a picture and get out. He would have done what it. I did. And he, I'm very, he, he very happy. It. Well, the, the amazing thing is, right after me, there was a young kid there, maybe 12 years old who said, I'm doing a class project and I would love to interview you on camera. He's like, yeah, no problem. He has a whole, on, he has a whole video interview with this kid for his school project. Just a fucking cool, down-to-earth, you could not hope to meet a nicer guy. Just super, super nice. Uh, uh, my mom was a, a school teacher in the Palo Alto School District for 20 years. And she, uh, uh, I don't know exactly when this was, but she was telling me that, that uh, at one point, uh, Steve Wozniak came in and bought a laptop for every kid in the class. Oh, wow. I mean, he's got to be super rich, right? Oh yeah, we're not in the bi- not in the billions, like hundreds of millions. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the circumstances of how he got out. I don't know how the circumstances how he got out of Apple and with how much and if he still has stock or whatever. But right. the guy's got to be pretty pretty loaded, right? He's, he's not hurting. Why do you assume they would have given him one? Because I my anecdotally the, the information that I have is that yeah they, he's still very happy. close. I mean, he had a white iPad like weeks before anyone else had. I'm it. just wondering if maybe you know. He called up to ask for one and said, "No, no, no, no." Okay, I'm just yeah. He he's done the line winning thing again. I'm sure if he were times. to call and ask, they would give him one immediately. He chooses not to do that and just stand in line like a regular guy. And I, and I think that's fantastic. Okay. 
It's it's good PR for them. So. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't technically work for them anymore. Anyway. Right, but I mean, like, yeah, they they're not going to say no, Steve. Right. Don't do that. Right. We'll just exactly. give you one. So. Yeah, the guy's a he's a prankster. He's a oh, trickster. Yeah. yeah. Does he have a crazy business card too? You know, like titanium. I, I'm sure he does. He, I think the story I heard was that he, um, he pay, he has uncut bills, like dollar bills, like right, sheets of money. Right, he has money. Yeah, I heard right. about Right, and this. so he, when he pays, he buys in like denominations where it's like the right amount. So here's a sheet of dollar bills, <laughs> and it's U.S. currency, so you have to accept it. Fifteen dollars. He unfolds it. Big. Right. Yeah. Well, how um, does he get uncut money? You can buy mint. it. You can, I think you might you buy from there. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yep. Wow, that's kind of cool. We know where Gordon's going tonight. USMint.org. Or dot, dot .gov, sorry. You kind of want to be, Gary, I think you want to be like Steve Wozniak and Larry David combined. But they're such different personality types. Like, you you want to take the best Because Wozniak is super friendly and approachable, yeah. and David is this misanthropic character that doesn't want to interact if, with you. If you had to choose, be one or the other. Oh, man. That's Both I, super I, I, I think I would have to go with Larry, because I think oh. he's richer. <laughs> yeah, he is definitely richer. And, and, you know, his personality type is more aligned with mine. Okay. I hate to ask this, but who's Larry David? What? (laughs) (laughs) It worked! Uh, Gary Gary just walked off set. Um, I assume you know who Larry David is. For real. Kind of? No? He's creator of Seinfeld, co-creator of Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's worth hundreds of millions as well. No idea. Curb Your Enthusiasm. You might enjoy the show. No, I love Seinfeld. I don't know who he is. He's on he's Reddit a, guy that, a lot. He's the guy that uh, George is based off of in Seinfeld. It's, <clears throat> it's sort of like when I, like, I generally don't pay attention to bylines or anything. I just sort of, you know, consume it. I don't, I mean, it's called Seinfeld, not Larry David. Right? Well, he was a writer. He was basically the head writer. And he was also on SNL for a little bit, too. When? <sighs> During, like. Yeah. And he, he played, in Seinfeld, he played uh, George Steinforner. You always saw the back of his head? He had the voice? Oh, right, right. Yeah. When was he on SNL? I think he was a writer for SNL. There's a, I think Gary's talked about this. There's a famous story of him quitting SNL and then realizing the next day he didn't want to quit and then comes back and pretends something happened. Oh, as a writer. He didn't. Writer. Actually... No, no, no. Oh, he wasn't. Okay. No, he's, he's a writer. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to think of when his work appeared on SNL because there were just a lot of. Hey, Gary. B- before my time. When was, um, when was Larry David a uh, writer on SNL? Oh, I don't, you'd have to look it up. Yeah, I the, don't know exactly when. If only, if only we had some kind of search engine. Uh, we don't we want to fact check too much. How are you doing, Drew? Great. I'm doing great. I went to the uh, block party. There was a, a block blocks. party? Yeah. You didn't By see here? Tatum's chatter? I, I didn't realize it was tonight. Oh, yeah. Wait, was this like, they did a block party because we did a block party last year? or I don't know. Was it run Maybe by it ABC7? Inspired by, no, it was uh, ad people. Ah, uh, I don't like that. Uh, block yeah, party by ad people? A bunch of... Well-dressed mm. ad people. See, I don't hang out with them. Because if I hang out with ad people, they're much more well-dressed than I am. But if I hang uh, out with you guys, everyone yes. here, I mean, you aside, Drew, it's easy to be, you know, well-dressed relatively. Certainly. Sure. understand. Uh, I think Will is taking a nap. Yeah? Okay. See, I can say that. Oh, so uh, you're yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh, you guys are in for treat. You guys are on for, in for a treat. Those are like brand new pajamas. I can't believe that Will is wearing that. Why? Uh, probably on that table behind over there. Yeah, with the post-it note on top. Wow. Okay, Will is not, he wasn't taking a nap. He was changing in his pajamas as well. He'll be on back soon. Probably to scoot you down. Did you see they were pressed um, or something? They've yeah. still got crazy. Probably want to swap in? in. Hold on. Let's, let's wait till Will gets back, and then I'll hand this off to Will. Then we'll pass Patrick down, and I'll okay. be back in my old seat. Okay. That, that makes cool. more sense. I'm, I'm enjoying being in this hot seat. Yeah. 
feel a lot like Bill Maher. Can I just say the last like 15? (laughs) Thanks, Patrick. Do Patrick. He's operating the camera. Uh, Last 15 minutes or so, really Mm -hmm. surreal because uh, I used to listen to the PC Gamer podcast. Yeah, you said that. When we first moved here in the old office, yep. we, uh, when we did, when we first had Gary over, yeah, and we're or recording Gaz, Ga- as Gaz, he was referred to right. on the and, um, podcast, and th- we recorded back in the old the basement. It was also the basement of the old office. Oh yeah, and well, that's the old po- where the podcast. Okay, was, right? I didn't and know that. It's the basement. No, no, I'm saying oh, the old whiskey. Here? Oh, the old whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love you to make some coffee, please. Yeah, yeah. It was close to where you and Vinny sat. And okay, the, sure. The podcast yeah. area was still like you couldn't see into it, so it was just, you were just overhearing. Us recording a podcast. Right. I remember you saying, "Wow, it's really surreal because it's like listening to you know PC Gamer podcast." Yeah, with, with Gary and me. Yeah, and now you're here with and Dan was on. And yeah, I mean, yeah one of my one of my greatest uh, industry memories was uh, at the first multiplayer StarCraft event. Uh, I played StarCraft against Dan Stapleton and wiped the floor. Oh. Whoa. With ten battle cruisers. I don't know if you remember that, Dan. Holy crap! I like how you waited until the four player game. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, Brad was there, too, and he, everyone else on my team absorbed a lot of Dan's uh, 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 battlements, and I basically just built up my fleet and steamrolled everyone. Speaking of StarCraft, I'm glad people are watching us, and there's also MLG, I think, is going on. People are saying hot shit is going on in StarCraft. Oh, yeah? Idra versus Boxer. Man, I I knew nothing about that world, and then I went to Korea, and I was like, oh, I could really get into this. <laughs> yeah, Brad's been uh, kind of pressuring me, and we'll we'll maybe do some more stuff. Yeah, related to that. I'd love to go back to Korea. I've never been. Yeah, who, who wouldn't love to go to Korea for a, a work trip like that? Should go. You guys went, I mean, if you guys haven't watched the video, one of my all-time favorites. There's a great video. Um, that you drew, you shot when you, when you and Brad went, and uh, you guys went there to cover uh, GSL finals. That's right. And but it was also the same weekend as um, the that conference. Uh, what was it? Um, that's why they had the military there. Uh, oh, oh, the G twenty. G twenty. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So near your hotel, right outside see, our, G, our yeah, uh, hotel was the hotel was a bunch of APCs oh, yeah. and riot police. You can awesome. see a little bit of that in the video. Yeah, G twenty. Not not there for StarCraft. No. <laughs> wasn't that big of a deal. But the biggest surprise was that it wasn't as big as everyone says it was. Like, everyone makes it out to be in Korea. Like, I don't know, man. They filled, they filled uh, it was about half a basketball stadium. Right, but it's not like part of their culture everywhere. Like, when, when people say, hey, you know, professional gaming is a big thing in Korea. It's I mean, not like you're walking down the streets and you're seeing signs for StarCraft yeah, players. There were there were uh, advertisements for StarCraft like on TV driving down the road okay. and uh, yeah billboards and stuff. I mean mm. it's it's prevalent. Right. It is not like compared to a sport here. I mean not not as big as baseball. It's bigger than hockey. Okay. Um not as big as baseball. Okay. Hockey's pretty I would big. Say, I don't I was only there for like 72 hours. So oh, right. I don't think the money's in it like that. I mean, the advertising oh, no. money behind uh, NBA not. and yeah. I mean, people know who the the top players are. Um, and it's well, amazing. when they when there's a winner, does it make the front page of the paper? Yeah, front page. I don't know. Sports page, maybe. Maybe if a local, if it's a local boy, probably. Probably, right? yeah, yeah. Mm. Maybe it's a popular soccer here, football here. Yeah. Uh, we're still waiting for Will to, to come back. Did you guys get? We did. We, so we got a little glimpse of Will's uh, yeah. pajamas, oh, yeah, which were very, that. very oh. special. Are those those are those the same? Well, pajamas? Will is 
No, they're not. So we've okay. done pajamas before when we did the bedphones video. Okay. And those are the same pajamas I brought to PAX for the PAX panel. The red, the so they, they, they have some special meaning, these pajamas? I will never forget those pajamas. And, and, and those red pajamas are used in the uh, Fruit Ninja segment for the Big Live That's Live right. Show. yes. Um, I've retired those because no one's ever washed them. Um, I don't want to ever put them on ever again. Um, they were cheap. I think they were like less than $20. Our, our pajama budget really? for that shoot was 40 bucks, and we okay. got two sets out of that. Apparently, these are 17 bucks. I owe Will. These are Stewie pajamas I, I'm wearing right now. Uh, Expense it. No, not to do that. <laughs> for the kids. He didn't buy the right, right ones for the kids. Yeah. Um, Will has told us on the podcast he does not wear pajamas to bed. Me either. He wears... But he's wearing pajamas now and he looks like a giant baby. So let's bring Will Smith <laughs> Holy on. Holy shit. Oh. He's getting beverages. He's getting beverages. That was kind of harsh, dude. Oh, is there any? He looks like a giant baby. Look at him. He looks like a giant child. I, I told you. Oh, turn around. I was either going to wear some... It's not a giant baby. It's something, it's something else, but I can't put my finger on it. Will, you, are, you are the little kid. Bananas and pajamas. No, no. Those Peter are the Pan. pajamas that the bananas and pajamas Fuck, wear. Right. They are the banana pajamas. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, I'm a banana. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Smith, let's, let's swap. Uh, yeah, uh, you, what are we switching? <laughs> Good luck. Thanks, sir. We'll see you on the flip side. And we'll bring Patrick yeah. back on. Uh, yeah, get Patrick on here. Patrick Klepek, who's on deck, needs to Dude, needs to get in here. This or the yellow thong from uh, Borat. It was one or the other. I think I made the right choice. Did you buy that just for this show? Yeah. What made you pick out that ensemble? I, well, they match. Tops and bottoms. Norm was talking about how you don't wear pajamas to bed. I'm traditionally a not, but well, let's talk about it on the. On the no, let's not. <laughs> At all. See, you know, you're going a different I'm direction with this than the rest of us. We're all on stimulants here. This is you're a tourist. I'm going to sleep tonight. Yeah, that must be nice. At least I don't look like a banana in a pajama. Oh. And I'm rolling down the stairs. Uh, How does the rest of that song go, or is that it? it it's kind of like bananas in pajamas are rolling down the I stairs. I was 20 when that, so, when that show was on TV. Maybe 25. I'm, t- I'm 26. So, um, Patrick Klepek has joined us. Hey. Hey, Patrick. He's now the youngest person. I guess Drew is young, too. You're, you're How old are you, Drew? low tonight, Patrick. Oh, God. You're the old, you're, you're transitioning to the old one. It's not cool. I know. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Patrick often shocks people because of his youthful appearance. Well, I can't, I can't grow facial hair. People don't expect him to, to, you know, they say, that's Patrick Klepek. He seems super young. Like, when we were at PAX... You know, I complimented you that you gave a little video interview to a, a guy that was doing a, you know, a journalism. He wanted to start his own website. Sure. And I said, it's great that you do that. And he said, yeah, you know, I want to I give something back. Like, when I, w- you know, when I was coming up, I'm like, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> when you were coming up? And yet, you've, you, you've, you've already had quite the... Uh, <laughs> you've already had oh, quite the... grinding coffee behind It's me. fucking obnoxious. You're the one who wanted coffee. I'm drinking tea because it's You fun. can't do that anywhere else. There's like a whole office. You have to do it on the table next to me. He's doing it deliberately. <sighs> he just wants attention. So just ignore him. Uh, so, so yes, I, I, I've been doing this for a long so time. So you were, you were at G4? Well, I've been in a lot of places. You've been wait, a, wait, you're wait, kind wait. of a journeyman. When you say a long time, let's compare. Uh, so I, I've been going to E3 since uh, Atlanta in 98, oh and I was God. 13. Okay. Jesus. Holy shit. Longer than me. Yeah. Very, uh, that was well the one... Done. That was the E3 where uh, Metal Gear Solid was unveiled I, I for the first the time. I remember the Atlanta one. That was probably the worst E3 
I fucking hated Atlanta. We were in a shitty hotel. The Hotlanta is, oh, is, is a true term. Terrible. Is a true term. Uh, we had some good times in Buckhead, as I recall, which is like the area with all the, the bars and wild and crazy shit. Well, I was 13. Okay. <laughs> How did you get in? And you let that stuff I, I went. I went with my dad. Okay. Uh, awesome. So, I mean, so, so basically, like a lot of that stuff went. Uh, so when I was 13, that's when. That's when, like, GeoCities websites were, were pretty common. Holy crap. And, you know, Times Square slash 1496 yeah. slash index. Frames are not frames, bitch. Was hamster dance a thing yet? No, that was what long about before badger, hamster badger, dance. badger, badger, mushroom, mushroom, snake? Long, long before oh, wow. memes. Long before memes. Yeah. Wow. wow Meme, that's me- fucking old school. <laughs> me- memes did not exist in the GeoCities Katie's days. cracking up. <laughs> the girl knows what we're talking about. I think uh, first name was that uh that guy who like the ping pong guy right with the I remember that friend. I remember that badger thing so well watching it going badger badger like, how could this possibly get any better and he went snake and I went oh that's the answer to my question <laughs> internet's over that's pretty much it. <laughs> how are you gonna top this I, 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 I think it, I think it peaked at that moment I mean technically it's better but I don't think I mean yeah. it ever well then there was the honey badger and he just doesn't give a shit that's absolutely right <laughs> but I mean, when when I yeah like when I started with that stuff. It, it, the, the idea, it still blows my mind that I was able to convince my parents to pay for a ticket, and then my dad went with me to yeah. go to E3 in Atlanta. And the basic, when I've talked to my parents since, when I tell them, you know, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid 20s, I'm thinking, you know, you know, eventually I'm going to have kids. I wouldn't have let my kid do, I wouldn't have done that. And the way my parents explained it to me is that, well, you came to us, said you wanted to go to a convention that we looked up, it was legitimate, and that kind of sounded like a career path. And, at 13, if you're talking about, like, you don't want to get high, like, <laughs> that, that, we're, we're going right, right. right. like, to go careers. We're, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go help you. And so yeah. my my dad went to. Uh, so they embraced this. They they totally embraced it. Like uh, you know, especially my dad works in football, so it took him a long time to come around to the idea of embracing a son that hated football, <laughs> right? And was like really into video games. It was right. going to get paid to do it. It took. It took a, it took a yeah. Now I'm really into football, yeah. uh, but it's that that's that's like a whole 15 year cycle. But it, it took a long time for my dad to come around that. But you know he he was really into it because he you know he really believed in me doing something. And it was like if you're into a thing and it doesn't involve like drugs or risky things, then I'm gonna. So he went with me for years to to E3. I had a pink badge really that nice said to meet him last year. Actually, I mean I was gonna. I was yeah. kind of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. That we go to the giant bomb houses like Jeff and Ryan and. Patrick's dad and Patrick. And- yeah, he's just, he he still hangs out with me all the time, you know, uninvited. He just shows up to things, and and, and you know, I that that that's kind of the, the way that kind of set me on the path was just I was just a kid that liked to write about or liked video games and writing, you know, being on the computer all the time. It's like, well, I I wasn't smart. I didn't like math. I'm not good at math, so I couldn't make video games. So I wrote about them, and then when I got to high school. Uh, I had a teacher that told me, well, hey, you're pretty good at writing. You know, one way to get paid to write about games is, is journalism. And so I got involved in the high school newspaper and then became the EIC of the high school newspaper. And then my teacher was like, well, you go to school for, for journalism at college. And so I just kind of continued on that path. And I've kind of just been winging it ever since. My but, path in was actually very similar awesome. to yours in that I initially wanted to make – I played video games as a kid, loved games, read all the magazines – initially wanted to make games. And this is back in the 80s when, you know, games were made by one person or a very, very small team. Yeah. But that also meant that you kind of had to know that you couldn't just be a designer or a creator. You had to be a code. You had to be everything. I bought, like, one book on C++, and I'm like, fuck this. 
this is not. I guess I'll, I guess I'll need to do something else. And writing in English was the only thing in school I was ever any good at. So I thought, well, maybe I'll start writing about them instead. And I, I wrote some dummy reviews and mailed them off to various magazines, and that's how I got my first job. So kind of similar. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's all you know. One of the you know, like when you saw me, you know, interviewing with that guy at, at PAX. Like for for me, it's there was there was always a guy that took a chance on me, and that's the way right. all this stuff works. Is that it's part of its talent, but I'm sure you know everything I hear about in Hollywood is the same. Is that you can be really talented, but you also need someone to take a chance on you. It's you know, you need, and you also need someone to have an eye out for for. You need a company. Yeah, you, you need a company. It's not good enough to just be lucky. It's not good enough to just be good. You need a, need a little bit of both. Need a little both. And yeah. and so I always try and keep that in mind is that I wouldn't be where I am without someone having helped me. And so I always try and. You know, it's it's easy to kind of get into your position and just doing your job and kind of forget about that. You know, you look at all the kids that are, you know, 15, 16, 17, just getting started and don't know anything and are terrible at their job. But it's like, man, I was I was that guy, too. And, and not that long ago. So I, I try to keep that in mind. Is it easier now just because any kid can throw up a blog and, and, you know, write some reviews and get their stuff out there? It's easier and harder. It's easier in that it's way easier to get your voice heard. It's harder in that there are way more voices. Right. How do you stand out? And so the, the, the advice I usually give to people is to pick a specific subject and become an expert about it. So one thing that the games industry doesn't have is a lot of business people. So if, if you have some sort of aptitude for, for business logic, like if you take some business classes, there are not a lot of people that understand law uh, in games writing. Um, or I also give the example that uh, when I talk to a lot of new writers, like I don't have anyone to interview or no one to talk to, no PR people work with me. Talk to independent developers. They are they're terrible at PR and you're terrible at interviewing. So it's a perfect <laughs> marriage because they want they're desperate to talk to you. Yeah, you need to find they, people that desperately want yeah. some kind of coverage. You know, so and and even even now when you talk, you know, people like a Team Meat who made Super Meat Boy, like mm-hmm. a wildly successful game, they've right. made a decent amount of money off that, but they will still talk to anybody because those are the kind of guys that remember their roots. And so if you're getting started, talk to independent developers because they're happy to talk to you. You're happy to talk to them because you get someone to bounce questions off of. And that's kind of your way in. And the best way to get noticed is to have prepared stories. Uh, it's not necessarily to get paid for nothing, but it's to have – to say that you've done something and to be able to show that. And, and that, that's, that's what impresses people. That's what impresses me when I, when I look at prospective writers. Well, I'm, I'm, like I said to you at PAX, what I like about the kind of stuff that you do here at Giant Bomb is you'll actually – find an interesting angle on a story, pick up the phone, find the person behind the story, call them, actually do like real fucking journalism yeah. as opposed to so much of what passes for internet journalism these days. I, I, I don't own this quote, but somebody said to me, I thought it was, it was a very good description that internet, most of internet journalism these days consists of adding sarcasm to press releases. And I think that's, that's sadly true. So, you know, I, that's one of the it's reasons easy, I like Bomb is you actually run real news stories and not just, you know, the, the same old shit you see everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, but that's, the, I mean, that's what was the... the, the a whole part of the appeal of coming to, to Whiskey and talking to, to you know Ryan and Jeff and, and Brad about coming over to, to Giant Bomb was that you know all of, a lot of Whiskey's philosophy in general is just run stuff that you think is cool and people will respond to it. Yeah. And have, have faith in quality, which is yeah. the uh, antithesis of most of the internet is just run shit and also maybe run some awful headline that will get clicks and, and that, that's easier. And it is easier. And and the, the the faith I try to have in the news is I don't have to run every headline. It's run the stuff that I think is important, uh, even if it's just a 
a press release, maybe I have something to say about it. Or like Alex's stories, which are the most like <laughs> snarkiest. Like he is so much better at that stuff than I am. Like, well, I thought that's, I, that story you put up last week, maybe it was last week, about um, how the game, there's a group of gamers that had figured out a way to kind of opt out of these draconian. Yeah, the gamers uh, opt out. I thought yeah. that was fantastic. That's yeah. Like a real news story. And, 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 and a lot of it is just is pausing. You know, I'm okay if I'm late. I'm, I'd rather do it better. Not every story is going to get a million hits, but uh, I, I hear from enough people that you know they when they come across my story, uh, it's uh, better researched or better written, and that's more of a testament to Giant Bomb giving me the chance to do that. But that's the sad thing about so many of these these mega content sites now. What so many of these these writers that they're more a, they're aggregators. What I mean, yeah. you know, every site, every story has to be mass content driver, and so everything is you know appealing to the most salacious prurient instincts and that's kind of sad well it's that is a result of because they become content aggregators that they have to post on a schedule and so writers are assigned uh generally speaking uh these these different aggregator sites kotaku joystick destructoid they're given time periods where hey you have the afternoon shift you have to put up five stories and you know what if it's an afternoon where there are not five stories worth going up I'm not going to put them up because you know what i'm okay if if giant bombs audience wants to go somewhere else for the bullshit because then I'd rather you go somewhere else. You right. know, I don't subscribe to the logic that uh, McDonald's, McDonald's is popular. That doesn't mean it's good. And well, hold on. No, no, no. You, <laughs> no I was with you up until then. No, I, 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 I actually like McDonald's. I like my nuggets. I hear what you're saying there. But you know what I'm saying? Like just because just it's cheap and mass, mass produced doesn't mean it's necessarily a right. quality product. Dan, what was, what was your – how did you get into the games industry, writing uh, about games? Found out on Craigslist. <laughs> you you totally did. Is that actually true? I yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Seriously? I was there for his first interview. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Norm was there before I was. What, what was the dis- what was the description like? It w- yeah. Fuck, that's that's not interesting at all. <laughs> no, I, you know, there was some lead up to that. The company I, I, was I, looking for an MMO guy, and they got you. Yeah, I, I was really not an MMO guy, but I was like, I'll do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and did uh, you actually end up getting into MMOs, or did you more just tolerate no, them? No, no, he, I mean, it, didn't, it, didn't even didn't <laughs> cover the MMOs. <laughs> no, no, I, I, did, I did a little bit in the in the beginning, um, and it just became clear that uh, having a having a full time guy on staff trying to cover MMOs is not. As practical as having freelancers do it, just because it, they're it, it, cheaper and it's they have a lot more free time. Exactly, it takes a lot of time to to really get into MMOs. Did you want to write about games, or did you just did oh, you yeah. just see an ad? No, I, I wanted to write about games, and I saw I found the ad, and that uh, okay. got, got very. So you were looking it. for that kind of way in. I didn't think I'd ever find that uh, when right. I was browsing Craigslist for jobs. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, there is a crazy vacuum party going on. Yeah, right what now. is that about? I don't I think this is what happens when you, when, you work, <laughs> when you work through the night. There's there's going to be this kind of vacuuming. When's the last time that anyone other than the live live show, like, when are people here on Friday night after? I think people have ended up in here. Melissa can tell us because she can tell you know who's what? used the vacuuming key. is perfectly yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, what time? What time they've used it to get get into the office? Excuse me. But uh, yeah, leading up to that, I, I guess I I had done a I had applied at IGN for an associate editor position they had there. Uh, they turned me down, but offered me graciously the chance to write for them for free. Uh, oh, f- <laughs> the best the best job in the video game industry. Right. Right. Um, and uh, having not much else to do at the time, um, I took them up on that. And I have, uh, I think if you search for Curse the Eye of Isis. Yes, please. Uh, in their reviews, you'll still find Coffee? the first review Coffee. I wrote uh, um, that was published. Small piece of tech news. Uh, somebody in the chat just posted this. It's on Mashable. Uh, California Governor Jerry Brown has declared October 16th as Steve Jobs Day in California. That is the uh, day they're having the That service. story presented without comment. <laughs> Let's see if Gordon can handle that. 
You'll get a mug. Norm, you good on coffee or one more? If you think I pointed that out just to irritate Gordon, you are very cynical. Water, water, water would be. Uh, oh, thank you. I love this flask. Do you have a cup? Not anymore. But, uh, yeah, that, that's basically it. I, I had a couple of, of uh, stories under my belt, and um, mostly it was, I mean, it's just, really, the, the, the way you impress an editor is to write relatively cleanly and articulately and know your, know your subject matter um, and, you know, know, know how, to, how to criticize and not just state facts. Um, and that's, that's what a lot of people... A lot of people who submit reviews for consideration don't seem to really grasp about reviews is that it's not explaining what a game is, it's explaining if it's good or not. Um, and, you know, you can say, well, this, this game has, uh, you know, monsters in it, and it has a bunch of guns, and, you know, all that. Oh, that's great, but um, I can find that stuff out on the, on the game's website. Right. Uh, should, tell me, you know, is that monster particularly scary or is it just stupid? Have you seen that, you know, in every other game? Uh, is, does the game feel right, do, or you know, do, do, does does the movement feel slow or, or too fast, or you know, so give, give me give me your opinion, not not just stating facts. Right. Anybody else? Good. There's something kind of surreal about this whole tableau of Will just wandering around in his, in his pajamas, asking <laughs> just doing do coffee. Every, I know. I'm going to start vacuuming in a little I don't, bit. I don't, I don't need any. I don't need anything, I but like, I feel like I should request something. It just something. feels like it just feels like a dream <laughs> that you would have. Like the next morning, I wake you up and I'm saying to my girlfriend, dreams, "Could you yeah, put on some like, licensed pajamas?" It was so fucked up. I was at the giant bomb office, and 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 Will was there in his pajamas, asking me if I want coffee. It was like a, it was so fucked. There were iPhone 4s everywhere. So Why but, were there so many yeah. new iPhones? But it's actually, but it's actually happening in real life. It's just bizarre. Make this kind of weird shit up. As much as I want to wake up I, I, from this, I, I cannot. You can wake up. No, I want to fall asleep from this. hours. <laughs> hey, just think, guys, we're almost halfway there. In another two hours. I'm really excited to come back here at ten. Yeah. After I, having slept and then come back yeah, and oh just. If you're smug, she's gonna be. No, I'm. I'm gonna bring muffins. Okay. Well, I'm, so you coming back in the morning? She's. Oh. She's gonna make muffins. You're making muffins. She's gonna make muffins. Oh, sweet. You're the best. Cake. I gotta. I, I have to come back and get my bike. So and she's offered to make muffins. So I don't know. We'll what, be back here in the morning. Have a flat tire? No. Oh, okay. There's. Your t- bike going in the hall. Oh no. no! I didn't do it. Sh- there shouldn't be a fire tire on it. The back looks a little low. You might want to check it out. Is there just one bike? I, I don't. I look almost I, the same. Do you really think I'm the person that you should be asking about shit? And you're the one accusing my bike of having a flat tire. I'm just suggesting. Uh, Did you just switch my no, I just wanted to compare them. Okay, you Siri. Oh, that's never going to catch on. It's so yeah, Will I mean, this morning in the on the car your, ride your here. Your force of will uh, try to sell us on the the, the you Siri uh, this as being the new you jelly. Um, how so? Like, you jelly is short for are you jealous? So, yeah. you, no, I know Siri that. would be short for are you serious? You Siri? Not going to catch on. It, it is no also, also, what it is. Also, jelly, like, is, 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 isn't an established term. Siri is an established term at this well, point. Well, jelly is a. It's like oh, jelly. Oh, that's me. Well, wow, I'm really low. Okay. Oh. Hey, wait, there I am. What? Can yeah, you guys hear me? I can't hear me. Now. Hello, I'm Will from Tested. Hey, should we. Uh, should we hey, somebody's here. Mm. Uh, Veronica it, Belmont is due any minute, so that may well that be, might her. be her. She's cutting it close. She, eight she, minutes until she the was top at of the hour. she was at the thing I was just at. Is she already wow. in her pajamas, or is she going to need? No, to change? I put them on the back of Norm's chair. Oh, okay, we were just uh, at somebody a, needs to hit the buzzer though, because we we don't have that down here. Well, uh, Perry should be able to take care of that. Oh yeah, right? yeah. I can't I believe Perry's Perry's, here as well. Perry's awesome, dude. Yeah. I he got us. He got us dinner. Yeah, he did get us. Wow, well, he's done a lot of good. But he picked up dinner for us. Um, hey Patrick, could you do me a favor? No. 
fine, man. <laughs> no, what do you want? I just wanted you to take the tea bag out of there and put in the trash can that's behind you and to the right. Because we're making internet gold. You want here. him to unteabag your uh, those rishi? My coffee. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah I want you to trash un- right there. Teabag that can. You guys aren't drinking beer at this point yet. Dude, if no. I was drinking beer, I would be unconscious in about 30 I got all that out of my don't, system yesterday. Don't into my system yesterday. I'm, uh, I'm taking care of the beer for everybody. Yeah. When are we going to talk about Lost? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Lost. Yeah. Oh, no. See, Patrick is awesome. And I guess it's true. Like, we're, Why didn't you just when we're I the same here. generation. I think we're the only people yeah. in the office oh. around yeah. like mid-20s. 27's mid-20s, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's late 20s, yeah. dude. No, mid-20s. Are you 27 now, too? He's 26. Uh, no, in February. Oh, yeah, so, so you're mid-20s, he's late-20s. Uh, no, I believe 27 is probably where it starts, right? Yeah, no, yeah. You're, you're in your late-mid-20s. Late-mid. <laughs> mid, <laughs> yeah, better than mid-late. Right. no such thing yeah, as late-mid. Late yeah, absolutely. Um, so we grew up all, with all the same stuff, or at least should have been similar. Yes. Similar milestones, touchstones. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, both with the internet. These but going backwards, lost. 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 When's the last time you rewatched the series? Uh, it depends... Depends on how much, I've, how much I've had to drink. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll rewatch the, uh, the. I really like. Let's start with this. Okay. Did you like the last episode? Did I like the last episode? Yes. Now, I was on the screen podcast the day after the last episode to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain what. Uh, yes. The short answer is yes. I like the last episode. Okay. The last I, episode. I, I, love, I love the last okay, episode. Okay, good. I, I didn't want to say I loved it. I, I really liked the last I, episode. I love it. Now, here's the thing. I have, no, friends, I have friends who You're love Lost. And yeah. hated the last episode, and I think that's okay. It's totally okay. I also I understand why God. you would dislike it. I, well, the number one reason they dislike, and the number one reason my friends disliked it was because it didn't give them the answers they wanted. But the fact is, they gave you answers. And the last episode serves a couple purposes. One, like the season finale, which of season five, which is the best finale. Hey, would you Red Bull of that series? Season five, <sighs> even Red even Bell. better than we have to go Red back. Bell. Better than we have to go back. Ooh. I kind of saw it coming because it was a. Uh, oh, I didn't see that coming at all. I saw it coming because I didn't see we did have to go back at all. Because it was. Oh, alias. I've never seen it. Oh, okay, so they used. I, the I, I heard Alias ends it's, poorly, so I never. It doesn't poorly, it. but season two, last episode, is a very similar thing where they jump forward. Okay. Um, like season five, which I thought was amazing, the whole season, right? And the final episode of the series made me reevaluate that not only it served a purpose of being a finale for that season and for the show as a whole sure and what it did was it maybe changed my perspective of that season and so I could rewatch it with a new point of view which is what season 5 also did right I'm, we're not spoiling too many things here sure. for people who haven't seen the show um, the best thing about being a Lost fan not only every week after watching an episode and going on EW's website reading Doc Jensen's oh Doc Jensen's the best like his oh. 10 page like like, I still, I still have not watched. I still have not read his re reevaluation oh, of his of, of his. So he wrote that like ten page like final thesis. Yeah, well, he did after every episode. He would write like his theories and like tie it back. It would, it would be like like essays, like college essay yes. style. But but at the end, he wrote that t- like ten page thesis uh, or discussion at the end. But then he did a year later a reevaluation of oh, that no. thesis. I still have that on my Insta paper, oh, and shit, I haven't I read, read it that because I know that once I read that. It's over. I've, I've kind closure. of really put everything behind me. Yeah. And that makes me sad because Lost is e- like I love X Files, but Lost is probably my favorite show of all time. And 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 part of the reason of that, largely the reason okay. is the group of people I watched it with. Yes. It's 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 it's, the, it's not you know, you could call it the water cool experience, but it there's a, a temporal nature to it. Like it builds up it's not just the episodes by itself, it's the context of when you watched it, how you watched it. Yes. Between the seasons, all the build up between it, all the cultural when, stuff. When you it. when you had to go nine months in between a season. When when you would go to Comic Con 
and watched the lost panels grow from yes. being in a small room to being in Hall H where people waited the line before and to have the Paul Shear painting stuff happen in front of your eyes <laughs> at Hall H and having those clips which nobody's ever seen, those clips like the yep. alternate reality scenes that you showed, that is part of the experience that you never get. Yeah. And I, uh, when I went to Comic-Con uh, three or four years ago, I so I... So being in in games uh, uh, writing, uh, I'm used to not uh, freaking out in front of people that I admire mm-hmm. or look up to. I'm I'm used to just like yeah. that's a person. I, I'm not gonna freak out. Like I'm not gonna ask for a picture or an autograph. I think that's kind of inappropriate. Uh, being in a position where I get access to those people. Right. But so I was at Comic Con, and I'm used to doing that with games people. I'm not used to really doing that with with uh, celebrities. I met Kiefer Sutherland once because of the oh, 24 awesome. game. And I did. I turned did, twenty. Did, did he do the thing where he says something soft and then he yells it? Uh, the same thing a second time. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But I, that would be really awesome. But I did. Tur- I turned twenty-one uh, two days before really I met him. Are you really twenty-one? And I asked him what I should drink because he's kind of an alcoholic. Yeah, he's got that going for him. I don't know if you've seen that documentary where he uh, pulls down a tree. Oh Jesus. yeah, no, he yeah. fights at Christmas like yeah, in, in the hotel Christmas lobby. Yeah. This is a yeah. man after my own heart. Part of his band. Yeah, trees, he fights. Man. Oh yeah, that's right. So I'll, t- I'll tell the I'll tell these two pretty funny celebrity stories. This. One is so when I when I keep or something, I'm in this roundtable with him with a bunch of foreign journalists talking about 24 the game, and at my last question, I'm like, so hey, uh, I just you know I'm 21 at the time, so this is five years ago. I was tw- I just turned 21, so I, I, Kiefer, I. I know you like to drink. What <laughs> should I drink? And like, I was really nervous when I was asking this. Like, it was such so inappropriate to ask this. It's some sort of press junket, especially and, if and somebody it, who's a functional alcoholic. Yeah, that makes it worse. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. Well, what do you recommend? So he, so he looks at me, and he pauses. And he just go. He goes, goes this deep sigh, but not like the kind of sigh where he's disappointed. I asked the kind of sigh where he's being really contemplative. Like he's really thinking about it. <laughs> Like when we asked Dan what his favorite Star Trek was. Oh, you weren't yeah. here, but okay. I, I agree, though. And so he sighs, and he, and he looks at me, and he goes, let me tell you a story. I'm like, okay. And of course, I'm in a room with a bunch of people, so I'm like, I don't know what story I'm in for. And he says, so when I was a kid, I used to watch, you know, the old Batman show, like, you know, like the old, like, Adam West. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so on that, on that show, Batman and Robin used to drink bubble milk. I, I look at it and I tell my mom, I want, get me bubble milk. And my mom would tell me, I'm Kiefer at this point. You don't want bubble milk. Like bubble milk's disgusting. It's it's not good. You don't want to drink it. But Is bubble milk a real thing? Yeah. But, really? But it's like, I thought it was like a. Like, is it like soda water with yeah. milk? I don't know. Oh, it sounds gross. Carbonated milk. But super gross. But Batman drinks it. So, mom, can you get it for me? And so eventually, Kiefer's mom gives him. And gets some bubble milk, and he drinks it, and he throws up. And so he tells me this, and then he looks at me and he goes, "So what I'm trying to tell you is, whatever, whatever drink I told you to get, you got to find out on your own. But drink whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's good advice. advice. That's good, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna take drinking, you guys ever heard the, the Kiefer story uh, where he was with the he? He's in the like a Lonely Island video where he drives by. I think um, Andy Samberg was telling, telling the story on Letterman or Conan, where there's, before they got really big, they should shoot videos on their own. And one video was a, a fake mugging, and they had this outtake because they're shooting like a mugging like from across the street. And basically, a guy drives by, slows the car down in, in the convertible, and yells at them like, "Stop mugging that lady!" And it's Keith for Sutherland. That's the fucking great. Slows down and he drives away. <laughs> 
<laughs> what are you kids doing? And then drives away. And that's it. I can, I can see Kiefer Sutherland doing yeah. that. So what? So back. So, oh yeah. So, let's, so let's go bounce back up. So so the lost story. Hold on. Hold on. I'm back. I got it. I'm on this. Kick back up. Yeah, we're back up a level. Stories within stories. We we anecdote down. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we, we back we, up. We, we kick sometimes when we go off on a tangent and we get back yeah. to the original spot. Okay, right. This right. is how you do a stupid podcast. We need a we need a, kick. a real podcast. We need yeah, a kick. There were more kicks. So one one level at a time. And all right, so uh, so I'm at Comic Con. Yeah. And I'm walking through the Marvel booth, mm-hmm. and I I see one of the creators of Lost. Is it Lindelof or is it? Keith? So that's part of the story. Okay. So I had always been listening to their podcast. They did okay. a really great podcast when Lost was on, where they would break down each episode, answer fan questions. It was really fun. They would they were really good at teasing like answers and stuff like that. And so I didn't hadn't really seen a picture of them, or at least I saw a picture and I hadn't really puzzled it out. And so I look over, and I'm I'm with Katie, my fiance. She's off screen right now, and I was like, Hey, I, that's one of the Lost guys. You, you know I don't say hello, but I, Lost I think is different. I'm, I'm going to break my rule. And so I thought it was Carlton Cuse. And so I go up, and it's Damon Lindelof. It's the bald guy and the old guy. Right. The glasses, wild, no glasses. Wild, wild difference. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I go up, and I go, Carlton. <gasps> oh, and he, no. And he turns around. Wow. You never lead with the name. I, he turned, I, was, I was freaked out. It was the only time where like, I'd let, let it get ahead of me. He turns around. He must have, I'm sure he's gotten this a million times before. So he just says, hey, we swapped like a horrible... I thought it was a funny joke, but it was probably a horrible joke in yeah. respect about, about Lost. And he takes a picture, and he just goes on his way. Oh, no. So then, here's the thing. So, so he like, didn't correct you? No. Okay. Like, it, like you know, I, if someone got, got me wrong, I wouldn't correct them either. Like, that's, it's, not, it's not worth it. Okay. And At least he didn't ask for an autograph. So now here's where it gets worse. <laughs> so I upload the picture to Facebook. Oh, no. You tagged it. What? I'm not friends with either of them, but but so I I said, oh Carlton Cuse, and now one of my good friends is also a friend of whiskey, uh, Chris Tilton, the composer yeah, we on Fringe. Know Chris. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. And so Chris is a protege of Michael Giacchino, which means he also yep. regularly hangs out with Damon Lindelof because he's in right, that right. Bad Robot crew. Yeah. So I put up this photo from Comic Con that says, hanging out, hey me he, me and Carlton Cuse, and the first person who responds is Chris saying. That's Damon hey, Lindelof. Dumbass. Yeah. And I responded oh. saying, no, it's no, not. It's not. No, hold on. You. Ver- well, Veronica is asking where her jammies are. Oh, they're on the back of the chair, on Norm's chair. Like, if you go down the hallway on the left. Like, just keep, keep walking straight. They're all- now, see, this is, I gotta tell, I'll tell a weird story. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, let Patrick finish I'm almost done. No, I have a connecting story. Oh, no. And so, I'm just and so, that, so then I'm, even though I know I'm wrong, I'm saying, no, it's Carlton. Yeah. And he, said, and he says, no, it's Damon. I was like, fine. And so then uh, a couple months later, I get a, a, t- a, texture, a picture text message from uh, where uh, Giacchino is doing the music for Star Trek. And Chris is on set. He's doing some of the percussion stuff. And it's a picture of him and Damon Lindelof. And he's doing this just to taunt me, knowing I'm a big fan of Lost. And I text back saying, could you tell Damon I apologize for calling him Carlton at Comic Con this past July, and can I and can I get any? Yeah, this is gonna make it. And better. can I get any secrets about Lost? So then, like twenty minutes go by, and I get a response back from Chris's phone that says, "Hey, this is Damon. I accept your apology, but as a result, you get no secrets oh. about Lost." Awesome. All right, it's pretty cool. That's which that's actually good. turned out to be great because I didn't actually want any secrets. Yeah, about you don't, Lost. You don't so, secrets about secrets Lost. are part of the show. Yeah. If, if you really wanted to mess yeah. with you, he would have blown some huge yeah. spoiler yeah. for yes. you, right? or yeah. he would have told you something fake. Yeah. yeah. 
So you know a Tony um, from Comic Vine. Yes, he's been to Comic Con many times. Tony, uh, Tony, yes, Tony G, Tony. Oh right, from Comic Vine. Yes, from Comic. Tony yeah, from Twenty Four. Okay, yes. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I was confused. Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Um, you should have died and not come back. Yeah, and no. Oh, zombie. Twenty Four. Twenty Four. Zombie Almeida. Twenty Four. No, it was. It was <laughs> zombie Almeida. Zombie, yeah, exactly. See, now I saw Soul Patch Almeida. Yeah. Oh, uh, Twenty Four. Where that ended so horribly. Like nope. uh, to the very end. Uh, to the so very what? fucking end. I watched the till, last season. Till he's, till he's on that that security cam where he he looks up. Uh, I don't think it'd be you, Chloe. I think it'd be you. Uh, stuck me the very end. It's so bad. Um. God damn it. You just ruined it for me, Norm. <laughs> no, no, it ruined itself. Uh, Kiefer doesn't die. Spoiler alert. Tony from Comic Vine uh, met Jorge Garcia at Comic. Oh. Not only met him, well, tried to get an interview with him, couldn't, and then tweet or sent him a tweet or something. And Jorge Garcia called him back, and then went to his hotel room, did an interview in his hotel room. Wow, Wait, really? How did he call him back? He, le- he like he, left he, his cell phone number in some, a tweet. Yeah, some t- Twitter or some like Facebook connection thing. And Jorge Garcia, the nice guy that he is, yeah. got in touch with. He goes to E3 every yeah. year. And, and they, they went to his room, I think at the Marriott, down the street from the San Diego like Convention Center. He, yeah. And did an interview right there. That, that, that's what I've heard, too. Like, he's yeah. just like a really nice guy that was he's just on a super Weezer album. It's not a really yeah. good Weezer album, but it's a Weezer well, album. Well, Weezer has a good He's, he's literally on so the Weezer album, yeah. Um, he's on the show Alcatraz. I hope maybe he'll be around if they shoot on the series. Yeah, yeah. I'm really curious about that show. Person of Interest has been pretty good. Yeah. Um, so Lost, yes, favorite show, but I would not say best show. I think it's no, very, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think those are different things, right? I would say best show is still The Wire. Uh, for me, I haven't seen Breaking Bad yet. I'm still looking for the show that is both that can both be favorite and best in one one package. Well, somebody somebody was asking in the chat a while ago, what's the defining show for dudes your generation? Is it Family Guy? Because I know you're wearing the pajamas. No. Nor liked it so much he got pajamas that have Family Guy on them. <laughs> for, oh, for like, like right the generation? Now. Yeah. Next generation, maybe? No, it's oh, not dude. Star Trek. You're way old. I watched. Oh, I guess I did I'm watch. Not, I'm, not, I'm not sure there's a TV show. No. I'm not sure there's a maybe TV show. There isn't I, I think it's. I think guys. it's more like, uh, like for me, it was Ghostbusters and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like it's more like uh, movie brands than it was than a TV TV show. Like Transformers was a little. I got on the tail end of that. Like the cartoon, not the shitty Michael Bay. Yeah, like I was more into Beast Wars. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, first Beast Wars or second Beast Wars? Beast Machines. That Beast was Wars. different. First Beast, one. Okay. First one. The first one that was just like pretty well rendered animals. Yeah. And then like everything else, there was nothing there. It was like a barren wasteland. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What about the Simpsons? Optimus Primal? The Simpsons are too old for these guys. The Simpsons no, 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 no. Simpsons. No, no, no. I was watching during. For me, I was on like during the end. Like South Park for you guys. Yeah. Been on your entire the South Park. South Park's movie is a defining yeah. part of. That, Love was that, that movie. Was that the first R-rated movie? Oh yeah, I guess saw? for me, I was uh, sixteen when that came out, so yeah. I could not. I had to live through the South Park experience and get. Oh my god! You a bum to, a to, 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 to my friend's dad. Here's, here's, qu- here's a question. Your uh, friend's dad's a hobo. Yeah. <laughs> so so it was. So, it's poverty. So okay. when, so when okay. Norm and I would have been like. 15, 16, 17, that's around the time when theaters finally started cracking down on kicking kids out of theaters for going to R-rated films. So were you ever... I've been ejected from I've been R-rated ejected. films. Oh, yeah. You know I was, movie? Out, I was kicked out of The Exorcist, the re-release. Wow. I went in and... That's as, much as, better than my kick As the previews were going down, they were ch- they were checking the tickets and I had to pass my down. Hold on, down. hold on. We're 10 10 I need to stop and start the stream and I don't want to lose okay. this. Right. So talk about something inane for like two minutes. 
Uh, Dan Stapleton, you're standing. Uh, well, I was going to give up my seat. Oh, today. that's very nice. Wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm going to sit next to Patrick. Dan, thanks. It's too late. You've missed your window. Dan, thank you for coming by. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, are you going to say yeah. What is your favorite no, no, episode? No, we, no, we've had enough. Favorite you're episode? Good. Yes. No, no. Just stay. I got, stay I got, I got constant is the right room, answer. But yeah, you come here. Yeah, for the end yeah, of the concert. Okay. So, uh, for the end. We're like a Belmont in her jacket. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta do the intro. Hold on.